Uh, hello and welcome to Disney Minus, the podcast where we watch everything uh, that the House of Mouse has shat out and placed on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm Nero, and you know, sometimes if, if no one is super, everyone is super. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, I just woke up. <laughs> I'm Steven, and we're, we're podcasters. What could happen? <laughs> I'm Ben, and I've just learned that Mr. Incredible is physically completely invulnerable. Yeah, right? He's like, a... like, like, there's a deleted scene where, like, he accidentally tries to cut off his own fingers, but, like, it just pops him out of joint, and they're just, like, flopping around at the end of his hand and like his yeah. skin can't be pierced for whatever reason so it yeah i have not seen yeah. this holy shit <laughs> I can understand you have not seen this the... deleted scene i can understand why they cut that that yeah. sounds awful troubling sounds um, bad to look at yeah so if you watch the incredibles uh, which was is an important film for several reasons this is what the fourth pixar movie something like that i lost count it's somewhere in that neighborhood uh it's the it's the first animated randian movie probably i didn't uh, it's certainly the biggest um <laughs> it's also the first time that pixar ever tried really centering a movie around realistic semi-realistically textured and rendered humans even yeah. if they are very stylized uh previously all of the stars of their films were toys or Monsters. bugs uh Wait. but this time it's all humans uh this is directed by brad bird that um guy. very very famous very talented uh animation director sad also, to find out he was not an actual bird no nah. he might be he might have the bones of one though who knows maybe maybe his osteoporosis is real right. Uh, he, you know, Brad Bird, he's also the director of The Iron Giant and Ratatouille and Tomorrowland and The Incredibles 2. Yeah. All massive Which, successes. Um, well, at least Ratatouille was. Which all made That's millions weird. of dollars. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as you mentioned, Stephen, uh, definitely one thing that people have, have noticed about this film over Ugh. the years is that hey it seems like there's a little bit of that old objectivism in here uh there's a lot of you know this whole thing of like ah these these great men are being held down by the government and, and asked to be held accountable but we should allow them to do whatever they want How um, dare. which is like way more up front in the sequel god but yes here here's, here's here's what i think about that after watching this movie i think that it was mostly on accident this time yeah this time yeah, I, I feel that needs explaining because that it could be my habit of just uh, playing devil's advocate but this feels pretty intentional to me but, well i think the thing is that this is this is just like brad bird's fucking weird randian beliefs bleeding through yeah because because one other thing about this right it's not as though the superhero genre as a whole doesn't have a lot of the these similar 
issues about it, right? Like you can go to a half a dozen or a dozen other superhero stories and you'll find similar issues of this like ah they 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 must not be held accountable because they're doing great things with their great god-given powers. Superman, for example, really easy to get to. Yes. Um and like that's that just kind of what, one of the things that you can stumble into if you are uh do working in the genre. Um, but uh, over time, I think, as Brad Bird got deeper into this sort of stuff, uh, he made shit like Tomorrowland, which is very, yeah. very, very directly some, like, Ayn Rand shit. Yeah, because this, this is more the, oh, I'm an adult, the good old days were better, I, I miss being able to do whatever I want, it, rather than just let people be super or whatever the, the yeah. whole just, if everybody's special nobody thing nobody is thing it is it, definitely getting at it though you two ever watched the boys i have no i, I keep I, meaning I quite to. enjoy the boys yeah and that is that is the other side of the coin right where that that show is all about like actually all of these people do need to be held accountable or else they can run rampant and do terrible things a fair point right right and i you know i feel like Brad Bird's The Boys would have been possibly oh. an alternate universe that I want to see. That would have been interesting. That would have been very interesting, yes. I, f I feel like Homelander would be a very different character um, <laughs> in that situation then. So, but yeah, like this. I cannot understand the people online who are just now figuring out he's a bad guy. Like, I haven't even seen the show, guys. Come on. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can do that. Like, it's weird. People don't want to see what they what they don't want to see sometimes that's all i'll say yeah. um but yeah like i you know obviously this has a lot of thematics about that um but i don't think it's like a bad movie or an evil movie for having that stuff in it it's just like an interesting piece of brad bird's brain that <laughs> fell into this movie now i reserve my judgment on the incredibles 2 <laughs> Um, We're gonna get into it then, so, because yeah. I, oh, man. I do have to say, take this into consideration the fact that I believe this film is slightly older than I am. Uh, what was this? Two thousand four? Yeah. This was released in two thousand four. So yes, it is older than me. Ah. Take that into consideration. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ha! You are old. Oh, ha ha rude. ha ha ha. Well, I didn't know I was recording a podcast with a fucking zygote um <laughs> all right let's talk a little bit about the cast here uh before we get into the movie so yeah the incredibles obviously it is a it is a like 1960s superhero spy action movie with yeah. like a lot of uh family stuff also in there and so we've got craig t nelson as mr incredible who is like he is a he is a sort of uh he he was in a lot of sitcoms in like the 70s and 80s yeah so i don't know any of that shit <laughs> turner and hooch the devil's advocate district yeah coach and i was in, here on the television he was on the fucking mary tyler moore show he was on coach <laughs> like oh it, apparently he he's in, in young my name earl uh, that's not in the 70s and 80s, but it's a show I know about. All of these are like, I don't know any of this shit. This was all 
stuff that I never watched. However, I bet this was stuff Brad Bird watched a lot. <laughs> uh, and I think he does a pretty good job. Oh my god, he was in Flesh Gordon. Wait, wait, wait. he's in what now? Flesh or Flash? No, Flesh Gordon. The sex, the sex comedy parody. You didn't know about Flesh Gordon? I did not. I was about to say, it sounds like I a need... parody, though. Well, he plays the great god porno. So... <laughs> I need... I... Apparently, he was uncredited for that role. I don't know why he wouldn't be, want to be credited for that. Can't imagine. I'm going to... I wonder if Flesh Gordon is on Disney+. Plus. Um, <laughs> Check that out. Next, we have, next we've got Holly Hunter... As Helen Parr slash Elastigirl. Who I keep apparently mistaking for Bonnie Hunt for some reason. I don't know why. No idea. Uh, she is like... She's he was in Batman v Superman? She was like the senator, I think, who gets blown up by Lex Luthor. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like she's in a lot of uh, dramas. She's a more dramatic actor than Craig T. Nelson is. Oh, Lord. He was also in the positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom. Oh. Ooh. I have checked, and unsurprisingly, Flesh Gordon is not in Disney+. Plus. Well, I don't know why. They should put it on there. <laughs> um, Zero out of ten. I'm unsubscribing as we speak. <laughs> yeah, she's in, she's in... Oh, my God. Apparently, she was in a deleted scene in Chicken Little. What? Uh... Yeah, she was also in David Cronenberg's Crash, the good one, not the one that won Best Picture. <laughs> um, she was in Raising Arizona. She was in uh, the the Firm. She was in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. She apparently she looks like she works quite a bit with the the Coens. Ooh, who is she? She was in Blood Where Simple, their first movie. Broadcast news, like all all like she's she's a character actor who shows up in a whole lot of stuff. And yes, she is indeed in. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh. For some reason. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and she also voiced Elastigirl in Disney Infinity, so I, that's nice, I guess. Um, I actually might have a Disney Infinity Elastigirl figure nice. somewhere. Got Jason Lee as Syndrome. Yeah. Uh, keep forgetting that the best role in the movie. Yes, he's a comedian. Um. He's Earl. He's he's in a, he's Earl from My Name Is Earl. He's in a lot of Kevin Smith films like uh, Mallrats, Jay and Silent Bob, Clerks Two, but not Clerks One. Don't get it twisted. Um, he was in Dog. Oh boy, he was in Dogma. Kevin Smith's Dogma. That's that's interesting. Oh, that's right. Um, I think he's like what? What is he? Azazel? He yeah, he's Azazel in Dogma. Um, oh my god, it's Dave, guys. And it, he is, he does indeed play Dave in those awful fucking live action chipmunk movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Holy that's crap. right. I think he was Underdog, too. Oh, Christ. What? Yeah, he was, he was Underdog in the terrible live action. There's an Underdog movie? There's, There's a, a live action, action underdog, underdog movie, movie. yeah. It's. Yeah, he had like, he had like a moment in, uh, in, in the mid 2000s, I guess. That, this, Underdog. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Apparently he was in Monster House as someone named Bones. I don't remember that movie well enough. I don't know who Bones is. Oh, God. I forgot Peter Dinklage was in Underdog. I think I only ever saw that like once. 
See, that's that's our villain. He does a great job. Is Underdog on Disney Minus? Is Underdog on Disney Plus? I don't think so. I don't know what company made that. Let me let me look. Uh, it's, well, oh no, no it this... is it is it is made by Walt Disney so it is probably somewhere on here okay just a second so yeah just be yeah, careful about that be careful <laughs> about that random number generator it might give us fucking underdog yep that that's in here this is a threat <laughs> so of course Samuel Jackson Frozone I don't need to tell you who that is um we got Spencer no. Fox as Dash now this is interesting so he was a child actor, right? And he he was active as a child actor from like looks like this this movie was his first role, which is actually kind of impressive, all things considered. I think he does a pretty good job here. Um, and then maybe like between that and 2011 is probably when he was active as a child actor. But what he's doing more now is he is the guitarist for indie rock band Charlie Bliss. Huh. So, that, that's what he's been doing. Oh, he was also the voice of Mudbud in the first Air Buddies movie. Mudbud. Uh, so then we also have Sarah Vowell as Violet Parr, <laughs> who much much like much like Dash's voice actor didn't really do a lot of acting. Um, she did a little bit more than he did, but mostly. She started doing a lot of writing. Oh. Um, she writes like books about American history and culture and stuff, and she was apparently a contributing editor to This American Life. Huh. So, yeah. Because instead of staying in voice acting, she did a lot of writing and, and, and history work and whatnot. Um,. But yeah, oh, a lot of her, a lot of her film roles are as herself. So yeah, a lot of uh, documentary stuff. Uh, this is troubling. Apparently, there's a TV show out there called Dick Town. Oh uh, yeah. She's in like I, I she's that in was, one episode. I thought that was a. I thought that was a podcast. I don't know. IMDb has it as a series, a TV series from 2020 to 2022. So I'll go to Dick Town, I guess. Um. Elizabeth Pena plays Mirage, the femme fatale right-hand woman to Syndrome. Yeah, I was looking her up because her voice sounded familiar. Apparently she died in, like, 2014. She did. What? Uh, but she has been in uh, very, very, like, good movies, such as Jacob's Ladder and Down and Out in L.A., like, some real grade-A shit, and also apparently the first Rush Hour. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, very, very active. Like, she did a bunch of shit. Um, like, there's so many, like, just a lot of, uh, some voice acting, some, some television acting. She just seemed to be, like, a character actor. I don't know how I feel about the I'm, fact that IMDb has Rush Hour as her top movie. It just, I mean, she it was probably one of her bigger roles, if I had might, to guess. It might have been. That just feels like it should be an insult. She's in Ghost Whisperer. Um, She's in Modern Family so, for like two episodes. Something called Plush. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of a little more bit parts here. We have Wallace Shawn as yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob's I... shitty boss, Gilbert Huff. His name, I'll have... Oh, never mind. I retract my statement. <laughs> uh-huh. The man that we We've cannot got... escape. Yeah, the man who has... Uh, I assure you has no resemblance at all to... 
uh, disgraced Disney animation president Jeffrey Katzenberg. We don't, not him. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what? Um, yeah, it's Katzenberg. Yeah, you didn't know. No. Hold on. He is. He is. He is a caricature of Katzenberg. Oh, because even oh, after no, he left, meant... everyone hated his ass so much that they just kept putting him in movies. No, I thought you meant Wallace like, Shawn himself. Annoying guys. What? No, I thought you meant uh, Wallace Shawn. No, I thought you meant no, Wallace Shawn no, himself. Wallace Shawn. Like Wallace Shawn is a is a fucking gem, and also needs no introduction. We all know who he is. Yes, he's a very good guy. I assume. I hope so. Uh, and let's see, we got, who the fuck is, we got Bud Lucky, who is apparently actually, as, <laughs> that can't be his name, the, the fucking government agent's name cannot be Rick Dicker. It is, it's Rick Dicker. It is Rick. Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, that's, he's. I only remember his name because I read a fan fiction with him in it. Oh no. What? 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 I, I'm what, not going to What ask. did he do? Did he give someone the Rick Dicker? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and finally, I mean, John Ratzenberger's in here as the Underminer, but that's unimportant. Finally, <laughs> Brad Bird as Edna Moe. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget that, that until is, I hear her talk, and then it's like, oh, yeah. That is, that is Brad Bird himself doing, doing that, that performance there. Um, and yeah, so that, that is our little cast here, and I gotta say, once again, I'm very happy that this is mostly character actors and, and not very well-known actors. Yes. Other than Samuel L. Jackson. Well, you know. But like, yeah, you get one in there. And he's also he is also not in it very much, so like he, he doesn't he doesn't take up a lot of time from other people's performances. And he at least sounds like he's uh, having fun. He didn't phone the uh, the performance in. That's right. So let's get us started here with the movie, which starts interestingly, uh, with these like this interview footage of Mr. Incredible Elastigirl and Frozone. Yeah. Uh, where they're just talking about like secret identities and, and, and romance as a superhero and all that kind of stuff. I like this. This was a nice touch. And then we 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 come right into the like I I would I would dare to say fairly iconic opening of The Incredibles. Um, mostly because of a lot of memes. It's in the mode like I've got time. <laughs> um. And yeah, it's it's Bob. He's all dressed up nice, and he's in his nice car, and he's driving somewhere. But oh, there's a fucking car chase in progress. Which by the we see, we see real later guns he's... all the, all around this movie. By the way, <laughs> we see later Bob is dressed up for something that's like happening tonight. Was he just gonna drive around all day? Yeah, I don't know where he was going. <laughs> like how how soon is it? But I guess he has to like get ready there. But he doesn't get ready. But yeah, you know, you know. the church was just twelve hours away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there's a car chase in progress with a, with a bunch of dudes shooting up cop cars with SMGs. Yeah! <laughs> you know, All that right. thing that I happens. I think that's the first gun in a Pixar movie. It, I think you're right. You I know don't what? think I there's guess ever been any cause for there to be another gun. Aside from any, like, toy guns, but that doesn't count. I don't think there's even any toy guns in Toy Story. I guess, was, was Toy Story 2 before this? Because that one has, like, Zerg in it. Um, uh yeah toy story 2 was before this i know etch like draws a revolver gun. i know the etch sketch like draws a revolver well this is the first real gun yeah there's there's there there are guns all over this movie it's it's full of guns yeah. um <laughs> like, we haven't had a gun so, in a while yeah bob goes yeah i've got time and he and he apparently this car can transform into oh, the, a fucking incredible and suit him up and everything this shit's cool 
I assume that the government impounded this, which is why he doesn't have it in the in the in the future here. I feel like I remember them saying or it that. Was bought by a, or it was bought by one of those wealthy scum bucket collectors who exist. Oh, yeah. oh we Buddy we know that happened. That does happen in number two. Buddy bought it just to crush it into a cube. That's what I think <laughs> happened because I don't know anything about Incredibles two, and I refuse to learn until I see it. That's fair. That's a hundred percent fair. So yeah, he's he is briefly distracted by an old lady whose cat is stuck in a tree. Yeah, uh, and he solves this by literally tearing <laughs> the tree up by its roots and shaking the cat out of it. Vi- violently shaking the cat out, and then he has enough time to <laughs> like the the car chase comes up at a point where he can just turn around and swing the tree onto the oncoming car, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Oh no, crime is happening. Guess I better cause a couple thousand dollars in public property damage. <laughs> he puts the tree back. It's fine. No, it isn't. <laughs> the, those roots will regrow surely. Um, but That's yeah, that once he gets back into the car, a little snot-nosed shithead kid is waiting for him. God, like immediately. As he's he, and Mr. Incredible's like, you're the fucking you're that kid from the fan club. Yeah. For as much as like he talks you're about, not oh, you're sending letters to my house. Yeah. <laughs> For as much as he talks about, oh, you don't care about me, Mister Gridable sure as hell remembered, uh, buddy. Took him a second. Well, he didn't like, remember. His, it took him a little, a little bit. Yeah, but you know, he probably talks to a lot of people. Um, and this, and this kid's like, no, I'm your sidekick, Incredible Boy. Let's go. You're and, not affiliated uh, with me. That's the yeah. Bob's like, eh, no, we're we'll, we won't be doing that. <laughs> uh-huh. And and kicks him out of the car. Uh, and he speeds off to foil a tour bus robbery, as we hear over the radio. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which we don't even see. We see the aftermath of it, because we see this dude, like, going through people's purses and tossing away, like, cameras and shit. Oh, uh, okay. For some, somewhere. for some reason, I thought he was supposed to just be a random purse snatcher. I'm, no, this is, this, is the, this is the tour bus robber. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Um, and then a big stretchy fist... Yeah, he clocks this dude in the face before Mister Incredible can do anything, and we we see Elastigirl, bright red hair. First of all, yeah, her old school suit. Her old school suit is neat. Second of all, we got to talk about it. It's we, it's required to talk about it. We don't. Are we getting here we, already? We, we do have to talk about the ass. Okay, I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this now or the scene where she checks herself out. Oh no, we'll talk about that scene too. Okay. Um, um, because I did. Uh, here's what I think. Here's what I think. When people say Pixar mom ass, who do you they think are? Of? It is it, it is a situation where fucking you know Helen Helen's George Helen's Jorg, who has a gigantic <laughs> who has like a gigantic dumpy is an outlier and should not be counted because when you think about all, a lot of other Pixar moms, they don't they are not cheeked up. Helen Parr, on the other hand. They, the other Pixar moms do tend to be on the cakier side. Yeah, but, but realistically, it is so. not. It is not when people think of the exaggerated version. They're thinking of Helen Parr because yeah. holy shit, the animators need a cold shower. I have a counterpoint. What's Uh-oh. a counterpoint? It is this screenshot from an animated short they made. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> I forgot about this. Was that a short? I uh, did not. God, what what? Sh- what short is this? What is her body? It was from the brain and heart one, whatever that one's name. It's hold on. This is like way. This is crazy exaggerated for Pixar because I'm also look at that guy in the background. 
with like the the torso the size of Jupiter and the tiny legs. <laughs> where do you where yeah, do you work look, out? If, in, the, in the second image, that woman in the background too has a huge. <laughs> yeah, what is going on here? Yeah. Well, as troubling as that is, I was going to say that because of just gestures vaguely at the internet, I did find a thing. Oh, I'm sure. What what did you find? Huh. I will I will I will say go into the additional pictures that they have for it at your own risk. Uh, for the listeners at home, I found a thing on Etsy of someone making her squat and absolutely popping that ass out. Why did oh. I say it like that? Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. This person uh, has a well, whole I mean, store of these kind of things. Five stars. You... A lot of a lot of a lot of good reviews for this. Oh, you can um, pay for this thing in four installments. Inclu- Look at that. Including one from Robert. Very nice work. Thank you. Oh, the, he didn't purchase. Oh, Robert didn't purchase this one. He purchased the Lois Griffin one. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, yes. Oh, they got. There are many. There are many artists on the internet who do lots of good work, and then there's also this guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Helen Parr, big ass. We all know this. Also, one thing I noticed about her costume. Is that she's she's rocking those like thigh highs and her thighs are out, which is like what is what is happening here? Oh yeah, she, okay, yeah. Anyway, she and Mister Incredible have some like banter. flirty, cheeky banter that we later learn is like they're basically just role playing. Yeah, they're role playing their day jobs. They are. Um, and Elastigirl is like, uh, "What are you doing tonight?" And Mr. Incredible's like, "Oh, I got a, I got a place to be," all that sort of stuff. Um, I do like when they're then, arguing over who took out the bad guy. The dude's just in the background, like, "Look, dude, she got me. Come on." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she just punches him again. Um, the, we we see Frozone chasing a helicopter briefly, and he's like, "Yo, Mr. Incredible, do you remember that thing we got to do tonight?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got it. Don't worry, I got, I got time." So, God, this I hate is when he you... foils this suicide attempt. Yeah. And and by foils a suicide attempt, I mean tackles him mid-fall and, and through a plate glass window and into a desk. Yeah, which admittedly, which yes. totally will, breaks will his spine. Yep. And this immediately this guy's like, oh, I think you broke something. And Mr. Crow's like, ah, with counseling, you'll forgive me. And uh, this, this will... Uh, this will not come back to bite you in the ass. But then he notices <laughs> that this is a bank and it's being robbed by a fucking Frenchman. What the fuck kind of bank is this? I mean, well, okay, maybe in places like New York, banks just are skyscrapers. But what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Why th- I don't know why this vault is so high up. I have no idea. Also, I I want to know what this robber's whole plan was. I'm going to show up in an obvious elaborate costume holding two very suspiciously shaped, <laughs> very large bags. Yeah. Also, where are all the people? <laughs> I guess they're all downstairs watching that guy jump. Yeah, right? <laughs> Someone said, hey, there's a suicide. Come check it out. <laughs> That's actually oh. a good plan, though. Oh, headcanon. The suicide jumper was his accomplice. Oh my god! He, the, he, the fucking secret. It was all. It was all an inside job. Bomb Boyage was never caught. He's still out there. <laughs> he just looks around for people who want to kill themselves, and he's like, "Hey, how about you do it this time on this day, over here?" And uh, yeah, this is when Buddy reappears with rocket boots. Yeah. In fairness, neat, neat idea. 
But get the fuck out of here. It's more than neat. That's it's totally awesome, dude. Not to mention yeah, he, it probably cost like an absurd amount to make. He's yeah. A genius. Um, but I, I love this because Mr. Incredible hat is like beating up Bomb Voyage, but he has, he's pull he pulls aside Buddy to talk and Bomb Voyage <laughs> is just insulting this kid in French the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, the subtitles in this scene are very good. Um, and Mr. Incredible is just keeping like, listen, I kid, I work alone. I don't need a sidekick. And, he, and Buddy's like, no, I get it. You don't, you don't think I can do anything because I'm not, I don't have powers. Well, check this out. I made rocket boots and he, and he shows them off. Buddy, and he, and he noticed. There's he a man here covered bomb in bombs. Voyage. He notices the bomb voyage has slipped a bomb onto Buddy's cape. Yeah, honestly, honestly, would have saved a lot of trouble if he had just let the kid go. You know, yeah. Um, and but instead, he's a hero, so he jumps onto the cape and tries to uh, pull it off, which he does. Buddy's like, "Stop! You're you're ruining my flight path." Um, and the bomb falls away and blows up a rail bridge. Yeah. Which Mr. Incredible stops the train from derailing by body blocking it a la Spider-Man. Meh. Um, and I love this scene. So after that, uh, the police are there to help with the cleanup and Mr. Incredible is, this is where, this is where he goes, you are not affiliated with me to, to buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Straight he just tells the cops, like, yeah, uh, get him back to his mom and let him know what what he's been up to. And they're just like, yeah, sure, okay, hey, where's the crazy, gun, like, bomb mime? Uh, and Mr. Crumble just goes, eh, yeah, he'll turn up and just look for him. I gotta go. <laughs> Any other night I would, but tonight I really gotta go. The cops are just staring at him like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Superheroes Leaves don't have lives. Us finally revealed what he's had what he's been going to it's a it's his own wedding uh-huh. girl and frozen's the best man i love the very subtle inclusion of a giant lowercase letter i in the um stained glass window of this unaffiliated church um it's just because mr incredible is a is a demigod you know they were they right. all be worshiping him uh and Those yeah, with like, soups are chosen by God and must do what they <laughs> think is right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, this is where, like Elastigirl is. You know, they're 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 you know, she's like, oh yeah, you're really cutting it close there. I had time. Um, he and, did not. Yeah, <laughs> and but then and then he he this, she's like, well. She's, Gee, I sure hope none of that stuff comes back to bite us in the ass. <laughs> and he's like, ah, we're superheroes. What can happen? Hard cut to a newsreel. It's like, superheroes are being sued. All because Mr. Incredible fucked up. A lot. Yeah, we, we see the guy who he quote unquote saved. Uh, his <laughs> fucking neck is broken. Probably a lot more things are broken. Yeah. And I he think he's starts got his arm suing Mr. Incredible. And also all of the people from the train who also all have like <laughs> sprains okay, and broken next. bones from the like the crash, uh, also sued him. Yeah. You think you think Helen and any of their other superhero friends ever like blame Bob for all of this? Because like I know cognitively you can know it's not his fault. He wasn't setting out to ruin your lives, but like you know. I do wonder if like 
It doesn't seem like Helen holds any grudges against that by now, uh, but who knows? I mean, we don't really see any any of them other than Frozone. Yeah. Who mostly just seems to want to be done with the whole thing, right? Like, uh, see, I wonder. Or if they, like, closed ranks or whatever and didn't blame and they're like, no, you can't do this. But yeah, this, like, open this, this costs the government huge amounts of money and also opens up cases against many other superheroes for collateral damage which also made me think of the boys which is the whole thing is that there's no body system of laws to hold any of them accountable and all of this sort of thing um and kind of the whole plot is about like them trying to unshackle themselves from any any accountability at all even the even the even the barest minimum that they have at Vought um but yeah, they 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 outlaw superheroes. I will say the uh, of all the newspapers flying by, the one that always sticks out to me is I guess one of the superheroes has like X-ray vision, and it it accuses him of being a peeping tom. Yeah, that guy should probably be in jail. Um, I oh actually but... like at least one superhero who, when they came after him with the new superhero laws. Just, like, totally lost it and tried to kill people, right? I guarantee oh, yeah. one of them did, because apparently if you read their uh, the DVD, uh, Special Features has, like, the NSA files on all of them. Apparently one of them, who is was allowed to be a superhero for some fucking reason, just already openly views superheroes as the superior race and was known oh. for having more collateral it's, it's, damage. That? Yes! Oh, we got to... He he's called Gamma Jack, and he like apparently on record is known for using excessive force, having more collateral damage, and like openly saying that he viewed superheroes as the superior race. Why did we allow Damn. him? Why is home? That's literally <laughs> Homelander. Why is Homelander in this Holy film shit. universe? Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, you have things in their files like uh, Mr. Incredible got into an eating contest with Thunderhead and uh, at an NSA picnic and ate. What does it say? 47 boysenberry pies, 8 banana creams, 3 apple crumbs, and a liter of mayonnaise. Ugh! And then there are two that... Why? I don't Wait. know. Why did he... Why did he do that last one? I don't know. It was not know. a mayonnaise eating contest. It sounds like it was pie, dude. Why are you here? What did you do? And then... What the hell? The two that have always stuck out to me just because this is like... They never tell you what year it is, but it's, like, coded as, like, this is supposed to be, like, the 50s. Just yeah. how the 50s were with gender. Uh, one hero is called Macroburst, and apparently no one could ever tell if this was a man or a woman because they're just constantly so windy that even in recordings you can never properly hear their voice. So the NSA file straight up just says he, him, her, with a question mark, and it's like, gosh, if only there was a singular pronoun that you could just use. We didn't invent that yet. Sorry. We we I'm didn't. sorry. But they call Gamma Jack Handsome Jack. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who has played the Borderlands games. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Wow. We're just and I'm just actions. saying, there is a lot of similarities here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Uh, meanwhile, so, yeah, obviously, all of the superheroes oh. in this universe are just as horrible as they are in the boys, except for Mister Incredible, I guess. Actually, um, hang on. There's there's one more that I wanted to point out. Um, uh, that no, this is the one that just to me always sticks out because it's fucking hilarious, considering it was the 50s. Uh, this is the guy that apparently 
Mr. Incredible got into an eating contest with Thunderhead. Um, you will notice if you go over to his NSA file, if you're ever able to get that pulled up, uh, one of the things in his personality section, let me just blow it up because I've got it small on my phone here. There we go. Uh, loves kids, adopted single father of five children, raising them with help from his roommate, Scott. Oh, that's a, I like that. That's a good joke. That's, that's yeah, pretty good. That's very good. That's very good. Gamma Jack over here, not so much. Oh, yeah. Gamma Jack is worrying. I need to know more about Gamma Jack. <laughs> What's going on with Gamma Jack? Did, did Syndrome get that one, or is he still out there? I I think Gamma he, Jack was killed. Yeah, I okay. think he's one of the ones that we see was killed. I'm he's, looking one at, the, he's one of the ones that managed I'm to take out I'm looking at incredibles.fandom.com slash wiki. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's one of the ones that like it it hesitates on for a minute because he managed to kill one version of the robot. Right. <laughs> Great. That okay. you know what well, you, you know, know what syndrome Syn- maybe Syn- syndrome syndrome there. good job on that one. You, that that guy might have uh, <laughs> that guy might have a problem. <laughs> so yes, I love the 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 the, 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 the newsreel ends like where are they now? Uh, they're uh, they're among us doing. Uh, oh, good in, in, every, in their everyday lives, which then hard cuts to <laughs> Bob uh, at a soul-crushing insurance claim. God. Job. I think it tells us, what, 30 years later, give or take? Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, and... This is, like um, this, this is probably like the 70s. I don't remember if it's officially confirmed or if this is just a fan headcanon thing, but the old lady that he's talking to, most people at least accept as being the same old lady whose cat he saved. Yeah, I kind of thought that was the case. I always Probably assume, like but it. I forget if it's been officially confirmed, if, like, the director said or whatever. But it sounds like the same voice actor, and it has basically the same character design, at least. Yeah, this lady is, like, crying about something uh, related to insurance. <laughs> and, and I'm on a fixed income. You don't understand. I honestly don't understand fixed incomes. Isn't everyone's income basically fixed? I don't know what that means. I should look that up at some I point. Think, I think it means she's on... Um... Social Security. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So, but yeah, he's he like at first he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. There's nothing I can do. But then he like whoop, whoop. he kind of like <laughs> finagles his way into giving her the the out to, to get a better deal, right? And he's like, now you absolutely shouldn't bring this piece of paper to this specific person on the second floor, and in no circumstances should you file this form here. <laughs> Um and, and her name so, is Mrs. Hodgson for the record. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Mrs. Hodgson. And uh, yeah, this is when fucking Mr. Hugh shows up. Oh my god. Is is is, is Jeffrey Katzenberg um <laughs> who comes to yell at him. I and love he's how like, much I can't believe you're helping man. people in our in our insurance company. Don't you know that's not what we fucking do? I'm okay, you know. Sometimes jokes are made that are a little too close to home. Uh-huh. Um, we are an immoral, fraudulent corporation. How dare you try to assist anyone? Right. Exactly. Which uh, uh, again, is... confusing building placement. Why does he have such a good view of the seedy ass alley? Yeah, over his office later. Yeah, I don't know why he can see directly into this alley. Um, but yeah, at a certain point, also Helen calls to tell yeah. uh, Bob, "Yeah, we're finally all moved in." He's like. What do you mean? We've been there for three years. She's like, no, we just unpacked the last box, which is totally real. Yeah. We never actually moved in until you, like, finally yeah. unpack everything. Yeah, again, jokes that are too relatable. We've still got, like, Christmas presents in the back of Julie's car that we just haven't had time to 
pull out of the car and put away. Um, and yeah, so this, so then we see after, after the scene where he helps this old lady, uh, Helen goes to Dash's school where he's in trouble with the principal for being a little prankster. Yeah. And this teacher is like, I see he put a thumbtack on my, on my chair and I saw it. I have the video. I have footage. I've got proof. I put a, I, I installed a hidden camera in my classroom, which so- is like already that's. Messed up that you did that. Yeah, that's not great. Um, but also, it does, you know, he it's it it catches like Dash blurring slightly as he uses his super speed. Yeah, two um, things. One kid I, just <laughs> he's just trying to prove the existence of fairy godparents. I was gonna exactly. he say he's just energy. fucking Denzel Crocker. But like, also Dash just here at eight years old, casually moving faster than light. All right. Um, and no one believes him, and the the principals are yeah you can get on Mrs. Parr I'm sorry about this. <laughs> well, luckily Mrs. Parr believes him but can't act on it, but she does understand. Yes. And she just tells Dash like, "Hey, listen, you need to like not act out so much." <laughs> uh, Dash is like, "But mother, I am a child. I am a child. Also, I have some energy." Uh, what, and he's like, "This is where we start to get a little bit of the the, the a lot of the like." Uh, Randy and stuff here because he's like I want to join the track team and she's and Helen's like no Dash you're too special than all those other you're more special than all these other peons you 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 destroy them and he's like but I would I would I would restrain myself I'd only win by a little bit yeah and I really really don't want to fucking agree with shit like this but then like Simone Biles happened I don't know yeah what is that. Oh, uh, the Olympics committee, or the um, people who score uh, gymnastics in the, or probably all over the place in the Olympics, but at least she's gymnastics, so those were the ones that affected her. Um, I didn't catch from any of the related articles if they actually did or if they were talking about doing it, but Simone Biles has, at least for the time being, quit from the Olympics because they were lowering her scores to be closer to the other competitors because she just naturally so is gifted enough at gymnastics that she was scoring too far above everyone else. Well, that one might be racism because she is black. That is also true, but holy shit, Mean- guys. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Dash is a, is a good little Aryan boy. Yeah, um, yeah, fuck. Which, by the way, we also got to talk about that a little bit. Uh, cool. It isn't the whole this. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, she's like, no, you can't, you can't join track. Uh, you're too fast. We also see this is where we see Violet, who's like the shy goth girl yeah. with invisibility powers who hides. <laughs> she's a shrinking Violet. Hey. Also, Mister Incredible's old suit was blue, and uh, Elastigirl's old suit was red. <laughs> oh shit! Do you oh. get it? I ain't even caught that part. It, it, it's, it's it's the thing, but but literally. <laughs> that's Pretty actually that's kind of good. That is kind of good. Uh yeah, and she like invisibles her head from the boy she has a crush on. God, um, imagine your kids being this drastically different. Like you've got one kid that's basically like I don't want to say self sufficient, but doesn't ask you for things because she's got so much anxiety and is so goth. And then like your next kid is. Uh, all over the literal Dash. place. <laughs> um, so yeah. This, by the way, her crush is 
Tony um, Reidinger. Tony Reidinger. I hate, Reidinger, I and hate he is that last name. By Michael Bird. Oh, that's right. Now he doesn't. Now he doesn't have a, a Wikipedia page, but I would. I would. I would care to wager huh. that Brad gave his gave his boy a little a little role in uh, in the Incredibles. Um, now, son, you do your homework, and I'll write you into my movie as the fanfic crush for the one of the protagonists. <laughs> yeah. He he also I think voices the bubblegum kid. At least uh, I know that was somebody's kid. I think that was just some random kid. Uh, he's not on the voice cast, but I'd believe it. Um, yeah, so then, you know, we see Bob drive home in his uh, comedically small car. Yeah, it's a square. Uh, and he accidentally <laughs> crushes the 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 top of it when he yeah. gets out and slams the door too hard and <laughs> breaks the window. And he gets so frustrated that he lifts the car over his shoulder, over his head. Uh, right in front of a neighborhood kid who is chewing some bubble gum and just looks fucking flabbergasted. Um, which fair. I'd like to interrupt this and say, I'm going to interrupt a couple times and talk about how unreasonably strong Mr. Incredible is. He's, he's... Because though the roof of a car is made of aluminum, I... you still need an absurd amount of grip force to quote-unquote accidentally dent it like that. You think he's, he's like, ever accidentally um... fucked himself up? He's ever what? Accidentally fucked himself up when he was, you know, gripping other things. Jacking, o- jacking off? No, because he's invulnerable. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. It'd be his yeah. own strength against his own strength. He's totally indestructible. <laughs> also, it's, it's, it's a good thing he married a last girl, because that way you don't have to worry about any damage or anything. You can just go to pound town as hard as you want. Anyway, <laughs> it's dinner time. Sex. With the family. <laughs> Well, we know um, she can wrap. She, we've seen her wrap herself around him at least once already. So, uh huh. Listen, w- Syndrome literally says they got busy, and you know, you know. I, I I've seen hate enough of the, the boys and the superheroes that. are all into weird sex shit. All of them. Does the Incredibles universe have their own herogasm? Absolutely. Probably. You know, you know they do. Um, but time it's for din- some research. It's dinner time, and Artie, Helen is like. Bob, can you tell your your son that pranking the teacher and getting away with it is wrong? And Bob just goes, "Why wow, you got away with it? That's great." Yeah, yeah. Um, and we kind of see the the kind of dichotomy more between Dash and Violet here, where Dash is like, "I love my powers. I I love being a fast little boy." And Violet's like, "I I'm a freak. I want to be normal." Yeah, but we do um, find out that Dash hates being toilet trained, evidently. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. So, the, so they have. Oh, I didn't mention him because he's honestly not a big part of the movie. They have a baby Jack. He's named Jack. Jack. Yeah. Is that his legal name? Did no, you, I'm. Did a, you name him that? Nah, I assume it's just Jack, but they're calling him that because he's a baby. Uh, who does not? Who does not seem to have any powers? Um, yeah. And uh, like, they're yeah. Everyone's like yeah. He doesn't have any powers, and he's not even toilet trained. And Dash like lucky him. I mean about the power, <laughs> the powers thing. Sure, sure you do, kid. Part. Sure you do, kid. Um, yeah. So Violet and Dash keep arguing until it escalates into a fight, uh, like a sibling fight. Yeah, we have like almost a straight up superhero battle just right there at the kitchen table. That's Violet probably happens regularly. Diabolical ass. Oh, we laugh. never answered questions. 
also Violet, much like the Invisible Woman of the Fantastic Four, also yes. for some reason has force fields. I don't really know how invisibility and force fields. I don't correlate. know. I don't really get it, but that does seem to be pretty common. Of like anybody else that can be invisible, they'll usually end up tossing force fields onto them. Also, I don't yeah. get the consistency, but at this point, that's just how it be. I guess. As if invincibility, invisibility wasn't overpowered enough. Right. Yeah. Right. You're completely impossible to track, but you're not strong enough, so let's give you impenetrable barriers as yeah. well. But especially if you're like um invisible woman who I'm pretty sure can also like project invisibility onto shit. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, so the this fight keeps going, like Bob and, and Helen use their powers to like <laughs> try and defuse the situation. There's this whole thing where Helen is wrapped around the table and Bob is lifting it up and like it looks crazy. Uh, I've not, done that more than once in a different context. Hmm. Okay. Probably. Then there's a knock at the door. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's frozen. It's Lucius. Yeah. Uh, um, forget his last name. Doesn't matter. Insert the arbitrary uh, Avengers joke here. <laughs> and you, uh, they, he's like, all right. It's, uh, Bob's like, all right, we're going bowling. We go bowling every week. It's just bowling. Which, yeah, it seems like even Lucius isn't super up for this. He wanted to just come hang out and say hi to his friends. Yeah, we kind of we kind of see that, that he's a little bit stringing him along here. Um, because we cut to them in a, in a car listening to the police scanner and, and reliving the glory days. And Frozone is like, listen, man, I get it. You want to recapture that old that old shine, but... This isn't it, the way to do it. Understand that you want to do this because it's fun and you're used to, but at the same time, though these are criminal activities. Yeah, yeah, we are doing crime. Uh, but Bob tells him, "Shut up!" There's you a fire. You have children. Also, there is a weird woman watching him from a nearby car, who at first is is clearly tracking Frozone. He's like, "Yeah, I found him. He's with some. Uh, he's he's with some fat guy." <laughs> <laughs> um. But there's a fire. There's a there's like a fire at a nearby building, and so they speed off to save the people inside. And we, I love this bit. So first of all, they're wearing ski masks yeah. and like dark clothes. Yeah, like um, you guys look like one thing right now. It ain't superheroes. No, especially not in a minute here. No. Um, but yeah, they're they're doing this thing, and I love that they're like arguing about like why aren't why can't you use your fucking ice powers? Well, there's no water in the air. Why can't you just bust through the wall? Well, if I bust through the wall, the whole thing's going to come down. Yeah, that's a good scene. For, uh, All the while, they are holding a bunch of unconscious people over their shoulders. <laughs> so they they bust through the wall of the building, and it collapses behind them. But it's okay, because I'm, I'm sure they got everyone out. I, no, one was out no one was in there. We stopped seeing any of the people as soon as they bust into the jewelry store. So I'm sure they're fine. We, we see them in, like... Up against the wall, kind of oh, waking with a up pile. a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's oh, everybody, and welcome to Kill Count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully they don't get pancaked from Mister Incredible sliding through the wall. But yeah, they're in the jewelry store, and the alarms go off. Yeah, and they look like robbers. Yeah. Um, and 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 this guy, this this cop is in there pointing a gun at them, and Froza notices, uh, like a like a water cooler next to him. And he's like, I'm just, he reaches for it and he's like, listen, I'm just going to get a drink. I'm thirsty. <laughs> and freezes this guy solid. 
Yeah. As he tries to shoot them. Yeah, which... He's dead. Yeah, he's 100% dead, but this does look neat. So, you know. So, after that, after they sneak away, the the, the lady in the car goes, like, yeah, you know, can- cancel Frozen. I found the one he's been looking for. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Frozen um, got so lucky he, in that case, Bob, given what we know for the yes, rest of this. Stumbling upon him. Uh... They uh, so Bob goes back home and he's you know he's sneaking back in. He grabs a piece of cake, yeah, uh, out of the kitchen. <laughs> he just grabs a whole ass wedge and, of cake. All right. And Helen's there waiting for him. Whoops. Whoops. You you fucked up, Bob. They have a pretty big blow up here, where she's like, "Are you fucking sneaking out, doing hero shit again? Are you kidding me? You're gonna blow our cover. We're gonna have to move again." We just got unpacked. And Bob's like, listen, I, I can't sit here and just do do nothing with my life. I, I used to be something, damn it. Uh, and during the argument, they Dash and Violet are also listening in. And uh, they're like, the, both of them do their best to do the thing. It's like, listen, mommy and daddy were just disagreeing about something. <laughs> very, very loudly. <laughs> Violet fucking calls him out. Yes. Uh, and so it's like, all right, we're just gonna, we're all just gonna go to bed. It's all fine. So next day, Jeffrey Katzberg uh, calls Bob into his office, and we see him like fastidiously lining pencils up with his calendar. Yeah, which okay, you know what? I'd probably do that too. <laughs> um, and he's just telling, he's just lecturing Bob about, like, listen, the the. It's a well. The, the company is a well-oiled machine, and you just have to be a good cog. I don't want you. I don't want you having any ambition cool. or anything. Heaven forbid. I'm not happy, Bob. Yeah. Uh, well, what what do you mean, sir? Do you mean like with what I did the other day, or like in life? Because I can't help with one of those. Just generally, uh, <laughs> ask me why I'm not happy, Bob. And yeah, this is where we see his his office overlooks like a seedy alleyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because what? Bob sees some guy getting mugged, and he's like, "Hey, that guy's getting mugged." And his boss goes, "Well, I, oh, geez, I hope, hope he's not one of ours." Yeah, right. Uh, Bob was, you know, go, Bob goes like, "Fuck this," and, and tries to get up to intervene. Um, and his boss is like, "All right, yeah, if you walk out that door, you're fired." So he stops, and the guy gets away, um, and then. Bob throws him through the wall. He throws Jeffrey Kassenberg through several walls, actually. <laughs> he dies, presumably. Yeah. yeah, there's like we see him, he is he is in traction after this. Um he's looking like that dude with glass bones and paper skin from SpongeBob. <laughs> All of his bones have been rendered into a fine powder after <laughs> that shit. Which, okay, something I don't understand in this scene. Uh, he talks, uh, Agent Dicker talks about, like, you know, that it's a lot of erased memories and whatever. And it's like, if you guys can just erase everyone's memory of the event, why does Bob have to keep I moving? Think, I think it's less, it, I don't think it's an actually, like, a, a men in black memory eraser. I think it's just, I think it's bribes. I'm pretty sure he's just talking about bribes. No, no. We find out from the uh, short that was included in the DVD extras and in the second movie that it is. It's men in black shit. Well, that's not part of the text of the film, so. <laughs> Fair. No, it's, 
headcanon is that all the machine does is transfer like a couple thousand bucks to your bank account. Right. <laughs> Look, Jack Shack Attack is not part of the discussion. If they wanted me to believe that they have been in black forget me sticks, then they should have shown that. Um, okay, yeah, you're right. No, it's better if it's like that. I think it was a Mad TV skit where Superman's like secret identity was Soup R Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he, he, Rick just tells Bali, "Yeah, listen, man, you can't, you can't keep doing this shit. You've, you've, you've cost the government so much money. Um, like, I don't know how much longer we're gonna be able to keep this up for you." Uh, and he he offers like, "Okay, listen, I can make some calls and get you guys set up in a new place if you want." He's like, no, um, we just unpacked. Yeah, but Bob's like, no, we just we just got settled in here. I don't I don't really want to rip my family up again. Um, so we see Bob in his office after all this, you know, which is obviously covered in relics of the glory days. Yeah, holy shit. And he's going through his mail, um, and he finds like a weird he finds an ipad this is literally just an ipad this is an ipad in like 1983 ipad 4 and it has a message on it from this weird lady introduces herself as mirage (laughs) you and i have something in common mr incredible we don't exist yep why don't you exist Um, mirage what are you talking about yeah what is i i need to know more about mirage i think <laughs> her whole deal mirage is a robot built by syndrome there we go okay i'll accept she? that i didn't know if that was in, no, in the short as well but that that, that would make I sense i just made that up <laughs> he's I'll really bad it, at building robots who don't rebel against him if that's the case i know right that's the... it happened with yeah yeah yep that's he's the other thing he should not have made the omnidroid a learning robot let your engineers learn for the next upgrade, because that's the only reason you made it a learning robot anyway. So yeah, but Mirage, you know, he he writes all this stuff down. You know, she tells him like, "Hey, there's a there's an island, there's a remote island, and my my client, my employer, uh, has this has this incredible robot that has gone berserk and and is going crazy, and we need you to track it down and bring it back." All the while, Helen is trying to get Bob to dinner. Um, and this, and she's this like, what, is, like, you watching TV shit, in there? Right? Yeah, right. Hey, you watching TV? Uh, don't worry, I'm just watching the TV that I definitely have in my office. Yeah, she should really be like, wait, he doesn't have a TV in there. And like, um, th- this should be suspicious as shit, right? That's not just me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like at, at a certain point, it's definitely true that like Helen just doesn't want to believe that anything weird's going on. Oh, I um, meant like the the offer. Oh, don't worry. There's a secret. Oh, the offer. Island. Yes, it's totally sus. But Bob is fucking desperate for yeah. like anything to recapture the old days, so he takes it. Um, and also then <laughs> the iPad self destructs. Yeah. And sets off the uh, the sprinklers. Everyone has gathered for dinner. I really like it. You know, so. Bob stumbles out of the fucking room. There's smoke coming out of it, and then the sprinklers go off, and you just hear everyone in the room going, "Oh!" Except for except for you, do hear Dash going, "Woohoo!" Yep. Um. I wonder what I wonder what Helen thinks is going on in there. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Because like the the only thing I can think of is like like a, maybe a circuit blowing in his room or something. But, like, how do you excuse, oh, yeah, there was an explosion that was 
audible, left a smudge and created smoke. Also, can I just say, it's not common for, like, private domiciles to have a fucking sprinkler yeah. system. What the fuck? Maybe for superheroes. I guess the government, you know, hooked him up with the good shit. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bob makes up a story about how, like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a corporate Conference. retreat. Totally. Insurance companies, well known for treating their employees so well yeah yeah i don't know yeah i don't really know a lot of insurance companies that go on like i, I don't know a lot of insurance conferences which i am sure are the most boring things in the world god yeah no a real conference like that would have to suck right uh so yeah he 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 gets suited up he squeezes into his old super suit um hey 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 do you get it bob's gained weight in, over the years do you get he's it a pudgy yeah well, he's still very it's, built. It, he's just got a lot of flab. Yeah, they just make too many fat jokes in like this one scene. Yeah, the the one with him trying to squeeze through the fucking tube is a bit much. Yeah, like if it were just like where it shows him like stretching when he gets onto the island, but uh, his belly pokes out, that'd be fine. Yeah. I'd be fine with it just doing that because okay, yeah, that's that makes sense. That's fair. With the scene that just goes on way too long of trying to get him into the tube. Yeah. It's 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 a bit it's a bit much. So he gets airdropped down to the on the island, um, and he, he fights. He he tracks this thing through the jungle and and starts fighting. And it's a big orb with spider yeah. legs and a crazy eye. Spider orb. It this thing looks right out of Johnny Quest. Honestly, God, it does. Um, the thing. What is Johnny Quest? Oh, it's like an old adventure TV show from like yeah. the seventies. It was it's very influential on stuff like this, um, the, li- especially on like the Venture Brothers. Yeah, I was about to say literally, if you've seen the Adventure Brothers, uh, it's yeah, a parody of that. I mean the the Venture Brothers literally has like a Johnny Quest character in it. Oh, that's right, it um, does. So yeah, like they uh, th- th- he fights this thing. Um, there's a there's a bit where he, so he eventually gets into the the volcano, sure. dumps it in the lava. Um, this is where he like stretches and pops something on his back. Yeah. Again, funny scene because it's just like the one short thing. Yeah, and he's like stumbling around for a minute. The Omni Droid comes back up, <laughs> grabs him, <laughs> and like starts pulling. And then you just hear another crack, uh. <laughs> and Mister Quiddle goes ha, and he starts, <laughs> which is amazing. That's really funny. Like yeah, yes. sometimes you just gotta crack your back just right and go like ah, there we go. I got it. All right, here we go. And then he uh, he 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 defeats this thing by going inside of it and making it like stab itself a bunch. The amount of fan fictions <laughs> that I've seen this scene okay. that go a very different direction. Okay, oh. you know what? <laughs> it's a learning robot, and it learns to love. Oh no! Oh no! Anyway, so we see Syndrome from the back for the first time. Yeah, he tells Mirage to invite Mister Incredible to dinner. Um, and, you know, they they just talk about certain stuff, such as a, this. This conversation is very loaded. Um, so yeah, Syndrome doesn't want to talk to him, and you know, so so it's it's Mirage in like a slinky black dress, and they're talking about like why would why would anyone make their base a volcano, and and Mirage goes. Oh well, my my boss is attracted to power, 
just like me. Mm. It's a weakness we both share. It's like, are you trying to get this dude's dick? Yes. You know that there were probably, like... Okay, if the internet had existed at the time of the uh, Mr. Incredible, do you know how many uh, forums there would be just for people that were thirsting over him? Oh, yeah. Time to make r slash Incredibles. Um, then yeah, like they're just talking about this. Apparently, all of the all of the food on the table is grown here from the volcanic soil. That is, a, that I is do have to, to say, Syndrome's base is swaggy as fuck. Yeah, we must you we must hand it to him on that. I love I love a good volcano base. Yeah, I like the curtains of lava. That yeah, you can pull that's aside neat. To go, you can go deeper into it. Like it's just a really cool looking effect. It's dangerous as shit, but it's cool. <laughs> Um, so Bob goes back home and he just has a new lease on life. Oh, also one thing we forgot to mention is that Mirage says that, oh yeah, you're going to be paid, uh, like six times your annual salary for this one job. Oh no. R slash Incredibles is real. Oh, well, I, I assume it has nothing to do with this film, so I will not be clicking on that link. Yep. There we um, go. but yeah, he's got a new lease on life and he, he buys a, he buys a new car he starts working out. He becomes a more active father and husband. Which, again, I like so the this. shot of him working out by, like, lifting trains and shit. Yeah, it's cool. So here's the thing, all right? This is what I was talking about earlier. Because people have done the research, and the train that we see him lifting weighs approximately 153 tons. Oh, fuck. He's a big boy. He's a strong boy. It's uh, he's He is basically Superman without, like... The flying and the flight. And also, I think he's a little bit... Like, Superman could lift that train without much problem, I bet. But Mr. Incredible, like, it's a workout for him. Ooh, Mr. Incredible Um, uh, replacing Superman on that old action comics comic cover. That'd be neat. Yeah. So, he's working out. He's he's losing weight. He's getting cut. He's getting fit. He's dressing nice. Uh, And he's, he's keeping up the facade that he still works at the insurance company the whole time. He's basically doing the thing from The Simpsons oh, after yeah. Homer gets fired from the <laughs> from the power plant where he, he leaves and just goes to Krusty Burger to eat, eat the sorrows away. Fuck, I forgot um, about that. But instead of that, he's doing the opposite where he goes to, the, to a fucking abandoned train yard and bench presses locomotives. Um, and he, so he eventually notices that the Omnidroid, oh, also he and Helen are definitely fucking all the time. Like we, I mean, we see be. them like, he's, he, he's given the kids like $20 to go see a movie <laughs> very frequently <laughs> and they're just smashing. But dad, we've already seen everything that they've got. Go watch it again. Your mom and I have some business to attend to. Um, <laughs> kids and so yeah the, then the, once again the joke from the simpsons where they go to the movies and it's the short film where it's all of the it's like the rocket launching and the train going into the tunnel and the wieners on the conveyor belt fuck and it's just bart and lisa go i wonder what mom and dad are up to <laughs> that is one of the best episodes i think i think that's from uh grandpa versus uh sexual inability or whatever that's Probably. a great that is an amazing. That's one where he makes like sex tonic in his bathtub. Simpsons <laughs> is good. It is. So yeah, but he he notices the the Omnidroid tore up his old suit pretty bad. So he goes to Edna Mode, fashion designer. Yeah. Hey, I wonder if the Simpsons movie is on Disney Plus. Yeah, it is. I, I know the show is. is. Um. 
So I wonder if this performance Brad Bird is doing is like based around anything at all. I don't know. The trivia that I always hear for it is that like he was just kind of mocking up like, all right, here's what we want this character to sound like. And everyone was like, wait, that's really fucking good. You do it. So apparently he wanted he wanted Lily Tomlin to uh to do to do Edna's voice, but huh. he was he like he tried a lot of actor actors and none of them could like get the accent he wanted right. Uh. And Lily Tomlin apparently told Brad Bird like, yeah, this you you actually are the best at that accent. Maybe you should just do it. And so he did. Okay. Um, you know what? All right. And. Fine. He, uh, he, so she, Edna is like, she, she's a fashion designer for superheroes. And immediately upon Bob arriving, he's like, listen, I just want you to patch up my old suit. She's like, nope, we're making a new one. I want to make a new one for you. I'm tired of working with these fucking <laughs> peons, these, these supermodels. I, I, I am tired of dealing with their petty drama. Bob, the thing you have to understand about fashion is we never reuse an outfit from 30 years ago. Exactly. And so she's like, all right. She like she like basically bullies him into setting down for for a design consultation, <laughs> uh, where he talks about what he wants. He's like, oh, I want some new colors, maybe red and and stuff, and like a like a cool cape. And she's like, nope, no, no capes. capes. And she just, I love this is one of the best parts of the movie. She just goes through a a list of cape related mishaps that various superheroes have died from. Yeah, a couple of these should not blame the cape for, like the one with. Stratogal, who, according to the NSA files, was like 16 and died by getting sucked into a jet turbine. I don't think that's really Ugh. the cape's fault. Um. Well, I mean, she probably wouldn't have gotten sucked in if she didn't have the cape. I guess. As we see later. People, like, making sad fanfics about, like, that's the reason Edna said no ca- or decided no capes, because... Oh my god, was, the angst. Yeah, she was, <laughs> they, they talk about her, like, sobbing at Stratogal's funeral and, like, ripping up um, designs that she the had capes, to say, yeah. sadly sobbing to herself, saying no capes. Um, like, all right. Yeah, I, 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 my favorite one is the guy who, who um, redirects that missile away from the city, and then there's like a pretty lady standing oh, next to it that right. he gets distracted by. <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> My my favorite is the the guy who like apparently was just taking off on a regular ass flight, but he got caught in a manhole. <laughs> yeah, these all are these all people really died of broken necks. Yeah, well, no, Stratogalism <laughs> is a fine red mist. Oh, um, Strato mist! Oh God. Uh, and everyone else, yeah, like they they probably just I'm, died. Me on my way necks. to drink the Stratus Slurpee. Ugh. Jesus. Anyway, Edna's like, yeah, we're not doing capes. <laughs> At home, Helen notices, oh, that's weird, a, uh, uh, like a white hair on Bob's suit. He must be fucking a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> he, okay, hold on. Fuck. What was her name? Miss Jorgensen or something? Yeah, she. he and Miss Jorgensen have been, uh. They're getting it on. No, they're 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 doing they're doing some private consultation. Uh, but yeah, she she assumes that this means he is having an affair, and this is not helped by the half of the conversation she hears when he answers the phone. He's like, hey, "Don't worry, honey, I got it." And it's Mirage going, "All right, we've got another robot for you." 
Or I don't know. I don't think she tells them it's another robot. She says he just says we have another job for you. Something um, like that. Come to the island. And when Helen picks up, it's her going, How soon can you get here? <laughs> and it definitely, definitely sounds like he is going here to fuck this woman. Like, um, and after the, this, he, the, he tells Helen, Yep, another corporate retreat. The and desperation like, in her voice that she's like, All right, well, remember, me and the kids love you. Yes. <laughs> and he's probably just thinking, like, Yeah, of course. Watching I do. her marriage crumble yeah. before her eyes. He's yeah, like, Please remember me and the kids. And he's like, Yeah, uh, cool. what? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, love you guys. <laughs> he does too. not get it. Um, she also, yeah, so. You know, Bob is is uh, at the island, and he he meets Mirage. who's like, "Nice suit," and uh, you know, she tells she tells Bob, "Like, all right, you're gonna get your new job in the conference room at two. Be there. Otherwise, you can just hang out for a little bit." Uh, meanwhile, Helen notices that her his old suit has been recently patched up, and she's like, "Well, I better call Edna." Edna. Tells her, oh, yeah, 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 Helen, you should come to my place. I've got something really exciting, really exciting to show you. So then we cut over to the conference room. Bob's sitting in the conference room. And it's, first of all, this conference room looks evil as fuck. Can I just say? Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Then, like... the, then the wall slides open and the Omnidroid is there. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for your two o'clock appointment. With death. <laughs> um, and the Amnidrid starts beating the shit out of him. And then, finally, Syndrome reveals himself. Um, and he's like, it, it's Buddy. It's Incredible. He's all grown up and he's fucking bitter about rejection. Yeah, I love him accidentally, like, tossing um, Bob across the island as he's gloating. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. He's become an arms dealer, apparently. Yeah, something um, like that again. Okay, sure. He... So this is the plot of Spider-Man Homecoming quite a few years before Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I still haven't seen that. And, like, yeah, he's, so he, he's, he's like a genius oh, inventor, and he has all these hyper-advanced technology that can, like, level the playing field against superheroes. No, I've seen Homecoming. Um, I haven't seen the others. And, yeah, he's just been an arms dealer. And, <laughs> yeah, sure. so, like... Oh, when Bob tries, to, when Bob tries to apologize, he Syndrome goes like, "Yeah, now now you want to give me respect because I'm a threat. A lot of other people and countries want want respect too." It's like, "Well, are you selling nukes, Syndrome?" Hang on, hang on, because like, buddy, the fuck are you doing, Syndrome? Are you selling like weapons of mass destruction i, I can only he's assume selling metal gears he is absolutely selling metal gears oh my god yeah he basically is isn't he with the robot yeah i mean the omnidroid is is a, is kind of a metal gear situation um also he has a remote that control control the robot which again uh, the fact that you made it a learning robot it is inevitable it is inevitably going to figure that out and do something bad to you uh so yeah, then then Bob like escapes down a, a an underwater cave. Syndrome drops a bomb down there to to try and kill him. Yeah, which is also cool. It like just pops out of his little wristband, which is neat. Yeah, he uh, Bob manages to escape the blast and end up in like a little a little cave underneath here that is not flooded. 
Oh, hey, by the way, earlier on, we see Bob looking at a newspaper and it mentions the Gazer Beam, yeah. who in his civilian life is apparently like a lawyer who advocates for quote unquote superhero rights. Hmm. Wonder why. There's, Wonder why he does that. They're so oppressed. Um, he went missing recently, and uh, well, oh, we, fa- we found him. unsuspicious. We found him. Well, what's left of him anyway, because he is a skeleton. Yeah. Which I guess implies that, like, he. He must have come down here injured and then, like, carved yes. the password into the wall as I think he was definitely dying. Like he, 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 got, he got wounded. He, he drug himself into this cave and then, like, blasted Kronos into the which, wall and then died. Which, I, he just sat there long enough to skeletonize. Yeah. I guess, I guess Syndrome's like, eh, trying, going to get him is too fucking hard. He's fine. Which, like, it, he... He calls this whole thing Project Kronos and then makes the password to his computer Kronos, which means anyone involved in the project can just get into his, like, private-ass files. I mean, not that his faceless henchmen can probably get to his computer room, but, you know, still. So, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Incredible hides behind the skeleton to avoid detection by the little <laughs> scanner syndrome since here. You ever and use your so best he friend's belie- He thinks Mr. Incredible to- is dead. Avoid your own death. Yeah. So then, then we see Helen meeting with Edna, who is like, "All right, great, you're finally here. I have all this stuff for you." And I was like, "Wait, what? What, huh? what are you What's talking the, about?" Talk- yeah, what? Which um, again, then, very good scene. <laughs> love it. And Edna just gives her a whole demonstration about all of the fucking yeah. crazy suits she made for her whole family. She starts with Jack Jack, and we like, see this little baby dummy crawling through like flamethrowers and shit. Like, let me be clear, and, this completely grinds to a halt. The tone of like the inertia of the movie, everything that's been going on with Bob. Yeah. But this is a very fun scene, so I will one hundred percent forgive it. Yeah. Um and this is kind of oh, this is actually sort of interspersed with Bob like Metal Gear Soliding through the the base, right? That's cool. um at a certain point because yeah. So but, but first we get the whole presentation. Well, yeah. So we she shoots the baby with many guns to sure. tell, to tell you that it's bulletproof, and it has to be like uh, Jack Jack doesn't have any powers. She's like, oh, okay. Well, you can still wear it, I guess. Anyway, here's all your other stuff. Uh, your son's <laughs> yeah. suit can can withstand high amounts of friction. Your daughter's suit can disappear with her, and yours is extremely flexible. And Helen's like, great, why did you do this? Why not? <laughs> and, and Bob got me to make him and, a new suit, and I just Yeah, I and it's like, oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> I thought you knew about your husband's uh, activities. <laughs> I assumed you knew, darling. Yeah, so Helen realizes, oh my god, he's been... He, he's been He's so not cheating also, I think on she, me. Yeah, she calls the insurance company while she's there and asks for Bob because Bob apparently gave her like a number to call for him <laughs> yeah. at the conference. And the lady in the line goes, yeah, he hasn't worked here for three months. What are you talking about? He's at a conference. Man, we don't do conferences. We sell insurance. Yeah, what fucking conference are you talking about? Um, so, so the obvious conclusion is not he's going to do dangerous superhero stuff and... Things were framed so that I accidentally thought he was cheating on me. He's not actually cheating on me. It's he's cheating on me and going to do dangerous superhero stuff. Which I mean, to be fair, considering that that half of the conversation with Mirage she heard. That is like, true. But again, can, I, don't, I don't necessarily blame her for coming to this conclusion, <laughs> is what I'll say. That's also true. 
Um, there's a lot of times in kids' movies like this where, like, we, we the breakdown of human communication is kind of forced, and like someone thinks something about someone that isn't really uh greatly established or whatever but this like no i get it i understand no yeah the writing on this one is actually pretty good um it's just funny this is, yeah this is when bob is is sneaking through the base he gets to chronos and logs in this is where we get the classic like mon like going through all the superheroes that fucking died on this island yeah. fighting the omni droids yeah um holy shit Granted, I think I think I would have preferred it uh, if it were like included in a rant so that we could have flashbacks to like watch each of them die. But that's just me wanting to see. I feel like, actually I, see these yeah, I feel like it would be too gruesome. I just want to see Gamma Jack die. That's all. That's yeah, we do need true. to see him die, considering what we know about him now. But yeah, just like Syndrome hasn't been doing this for a very long time. Yeah, like it. It uh, honestly kind of looks like the only ones that are left are like the three of them. And I yeah, guess like I, I really wonder how many of them are still around, especially from the old days. Uh, Whereas, yeah, Syndrome probably killed a good number of them. <laughs> yeah, because like, and, uh, and especially yeah. before um, Incredibles two came out, and you just found out, oh, people can just can have superpowers. Like the common headcanon that I would see among like anyone discussing it online was that like they must have been made by the NSA. Like, they must have gotten their powers through a specific event or something. Oh, yeah. Like, Compound V. Yeah, Wait. I was about to say, it's some, it's some more connections to the boys. It keeps oh, yeah. happening. Um, but, like, but, then the the second movie throws that out the window, so it doesn't matter. But the point is, it looks like there's a very limited number of superheroes, and now it looks like literally all but three of them are yeah. dead. So, that's good. That's great. Um, so th this is when Helen's like crying in Edna's kitchen <laughs> about like, oh my God, he's having an affair and he's off doing on his own hero shit. What am I supposed to do? And Edna starts beating her with a fucking rolled up newspaper. Like <laughs> no. you're fucking Elastigirl. Do something. What are you talking about? No, bad Helen. Bad. Um, and so the, yeah, so she activates the tracking device on bob's suit which she established earlier like yeah you can you can see where anyone is using this button and unfortunately she doesn't realize that activating the tracking suit the tracking device in the suit will alert the security in the chronos room yeah these, these are this is scary this these like this is a inflatable yeah. rubber yeah, you just a, get like suffocated in there basically this is a cool ass security system but yeah you're right to be the person that is aimed at would be fucking terrifying um so helen calls an old government hookup to get a jet yeah uh, and and Vi and she's telling violin dash like yep yeah, you're in charge i left stuff in the fridge to warm up because but you know these they... kids have shown that they're trustworthy or jack or dash has shown that he's trustworthy at least violet will probably not let the house burn down yeah violet um, is at least old maybe. enough and anxious enough that i would trust her for alone for a few days but like dash yeah i don't know <laughs> no. about him not so much. No, just leave Jack Jack in charge of the house. Uh, we know we know he's a fucking like he's uh, he's an unbeatable monster. Yeah, so just, just leave him be. Um, but they see the super suits that she's packing, including the ones made for them. Um, but Helen flatly refuses to tell them anything that's been going on, and she leaves. Uh, so we see her flying the jet. 
So I this this sequence here is like this. She's crazy good at piloting. Yeah, there uh, was apparently a deleted scene, and I think you do still see some stuff like just sitting on shelves, showing that like um, Elastigirl, I think either had a jet and or a motorcycle back in the old days, and like this guy she calls is at least from a, a deleted scene, like not exactly a sidekick, but almost like her like engineer from back in the day her her gadget guy yeah that, yeah in the chair there we go the guy in the chair um his name is and, Snug, which is a weird name but okay and so like you uh yeah so so she's trying to get in contact with the island but she's getting stonewalled uh we see that mr incredible is, is strung up on the fucking electro cross yeah here. holy shit um Syndrome is coming into the veil, Jesus symbolism. Oh, no yeah. superhuman <laughs> is complete without it. Absolutely. God damn it. Um, and yeah, so Syndrome just walks in like, damn, hiding behind a skeleton of your own dead friend. That's pretty hard, man. I like that. That's right. I didn't think you had it but, in you. But then it turned out you were a giant pussy. Yeah. By the way, uh, there's, uh, there's a fucking government jet flying near my island uh and you activated a tracking device and mr and girl's like i didn't i didn't know about the tracking device i don't know what that was um and then so you know we we have mirage sitting at a console over here and she kind of opens up the channel and and we hear helen trying to to page the ground ground control um and syndrome kind of notices mr incredible the look in mr incredible's face and goes ah you know this person shoot the plane down yeah this is around the time it's revealed that Dash and Violet have stowed away on the plane. Um, yeah, because Helen's Helen, distress call is saying, wait, yes. wait, there are kids, there are kids. And Helen's like, well, who the fuck is watching Jack-Jack? This is when we get Carrie, uh, the babysitter, who, whose, whose story will be told in a future short. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's just like, yeah, no, I've, I'm a great babysitter. I'm taking all sorts of classes. Uh, don't worry about a thing, Mrs. Parr. Kari, you're like eight years old. Just go home. Uh, and ba- basically, Helen's about to be like, I'm going to turn this plane around and dump you off somewhere safe. You cannot be yeah. here. Uh, then... I saw an abandoned island a little while back. <clears throat> I'm going to drop you there. Missiles happen. Yeah. Uh, this is where she does the most insane piloting ever. She's doing like Top Gun shit here. Yeah. In this, in this, in this like Learjet. <laughs> yeah, with what looks like a fucking. I mean, it's smaller than like you know a seven forty seven, but what looks like a small passenger jet. Holy shit! So yeah, it's like a it's like a private jet. Um, and yeah, so they they just keep shooting more missiles, and she is panicking, panically like trying to get them to call these missiles. Eventually, she says there are children on board. Which which Mirage hesitates as like I, I don't know about this one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that you actually. She's like, hold on, boss, that's war crimes. <laughs> Syndrome's like, I do you think I care? No, I'm an arms dealer. I love war crimes. <laughs> which I do, I do like that we like see the look on Mirage's face of her going, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't feel so good about this one. Uh, and then she probably yeah, this is where she starts to really question. Her employment with and relationship question mark <laughs> with syndrome, they've got something going on. I feel like I, I, it feels like they got it right, but no, this is her yeah. RB the baddies moment. So, Mister Incredible's like, please do not shoot the plane down. I, 
don't do it. Um, the, the the missiles are closing and they're running out of fuel. Uh, Helen's like, Violet, you need to force field the plane. Um, but she she can't create a force field that big. So instead, Helen wraps them into a ball yeah. as, the, as the, the missiles hit. And then both Violet and Helen pass out in midair. Violet gets the short end of the stick a lot in this movie. I have noticed. Yeah. Uh, but the, she kind of doesn't do anything, though. I mean, she does a few things. She does the, the hamster ball thing with uh, Dash. The thing is, uh, her powers are very defensive, right? That is, that's true. So you, but can't, like, you can't exactly do a whole lot. That's true, but like they, they leave her... It, I'll get to it later, because they leave her with one bad guy, whereas Dash gets like a whole bunch. Dash takes out his group and comes back to get her bad guy. And it's like, y'all could let her deal with one dude. I mean, it's sort of a power set thing, right? Like I said, her, hers are invisibility and force fields. True, but I mean, like um, stopping her from creating a force field inside someone's head and totally well, yeah, exploding that, that's them. the thing. That's what a lot of that's what like the invisible woman could use it for, or like use it to like push people around. But she is like she's like fourteen. She doesn't know how to do that yet. That is true. I don't know. I feel like you could have at least allowed her to like punch the guy out so that Jack. So the dash could come back and be like, "Hey, you got him." Well, what? Well, what? She's a fucking stick. <laughs> That's, okay, you know what? That's also true. Make a force field around your fist and use them like boxing gloves. Ooh, See, that'd like be I cool. said, she doesn't. She doesn't know about that shit yet. She's been too busy like wishing she was normal. That's true. At, um, least, at least Dash has been like embracing his powers. You can give. You can, I'll give him that. Yeah. So <laughs> while while they're while the 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 other the kids and Helen are like flirting in the ocean. Uh, Dash yelling, <laughs> they're all gonna die. <laughs> we uh, Bob, dead. Bob is under the impression that he just listened to the murder of his entire family. Yeah, and so immediately tries to grab Syndrome and snap him like a fucking Kit Kat bar. He was definitely gonna just like brush his head, yeah, Omni Man style, right? If if he had grabbed Syndrome instead of Mirage, there would be no. Like back half of negotiation, movie. um, he would have just squeezed and like liquefied his spine. But instead, right. Mirage shoves, uh, Mirage shoves Syndrome out of the way, which she will very quickly come to regret. As as Ugh. Mr. Crumble grabs her up and just says, "Let me go, or I fucking snap her like a twig." And Syndrome goes, yeah, "Okay, I right. go for it. Do it. I don't care. Do it. Do it, pussy. If <laughs> come on, bro." Uh, but he can't do it. He cannot kill like a helpless woman. So he lets her go. And Senator goes, yeah, I knew you're too big of a fucking wuss. If uh, he did do it, though, I feel like that would have totally freaked Syndrome out. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God, you actually did it. I didn't think you know. <laughs> Who am I supposed to fuck um, now, uh, Mr. Incredible? Yeah, so while while Helen transforms into a boat, yeah, for Dash boat to mom. kick really, I love this. I love I love the like uncomfortable look Violet has on her face as she stares at the weird figurehead of her mom's <laughs> face at the <laughs> forefront of this boat. Yeah, just like I don't like this. I don't. I, <laughs> this I is wanted, weird. I was, I was Meanwhile, but I, but while weekend. that's happening, Mr. Incredible is just sobbing. Yeah, I never, like, fucking can't. I guess I, ne I must never have my volume up loud enough because, like, I did not catch it until, like, 
this last couple views that like you can actually hear him sobbing as Syndrome and uh, Mirage yeah, leave the room. He's crying, and then Fuck, Mirage dude. gives Syndrome like a dirty look as she leaves. Um, like so, I know you're an arms dealer who was probably led to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people, but what the hell? I thought <laughs> I we had, had like a thing. Die. I thought you you know cared about me, but I suppose not. I suppose you don't actually care about anything. Interesting. Huh. Weird. Uh, so yeah, they, the, the, the kids and Helen have camped out in a little cave, um, and she's going to go investigate the base and, and leaves Violet in charge. I do like this scene about Violet going, like, I'm sorry I couldn't make a force field. I, you know, I, was, I wasn't confident enough, and Helen just says, okay, it's not your fault. I asked, yeah, I asked a lot of you right there. Yeah, I like that they included that, considering basically everything else with superhero kids would instead use this moment to be like, why the fuck didn't you try harder? Yeah, so like, no, you, of course you couldn't have done that. I, you know, I get it. Yeah, like um, if we had, if we'd taken time to practice with you, then maybe. But even even with that, even ability aside, like you were being shot out with missiles. This is the first time that's happened to you. You're okay. I love the scene of Elastigirl sneaking through the base. Yeah, it's neat. There's so much. There's so much fun stuff going on with her powers. I like where she gets like, she gets. To tr- wrapped like a bunch of doors close on her she gets her legs stuck in one her torso stuck in another so she's just stretched across this hallway yeah trying to get this dude's key card the guy's like running into I, her by accident yeah the, another yeah another guy comes down in the elevator and sees this and goes what the fuck and she just beats the shit out of him it's great i know i love the dude just like poking at her leg like what the fuck is this what's going on yeah, like, and then she just kicks him in the face. I like the guys who get clotheslined by her torso. Yeah, that's pretty good. The, uh, the guy tra- or that she's got stuck in the elevator, just like feeling around on him until she finds his face. Yes, yeah. She he's hiding. She's like he's like pressing himself against the wall, and she just feels around until she finds his face. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a hand make facial expressions, but like you could see the hand go, "Aha, gotcha." Mm-hmm. And punches him. There's also, this is the shot where she literally just stares at her ass in the in a mirror. Yes. For like three seconds. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, hey, hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. Bird. What's going on? You got something to tell us? And don't don't worry about it. I guess the I guess the implication is that she's looking like man, my my butt's gotten really big, but I don't I don't know. Like it, yeah, in, internally that's supposed to be what she's thinking, but like. I do wonder if she could, like, you know, I mean, just, quote-unquote, stretch it smaller. But then I guess as soon as she relaxed, it'd just go back, because that's her default. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> Uh-oh. What do you As know? people know, YouTube now has a most rewatched part. Oh, no. For example, if you're scrolling over the video. Oh. Oh. Like, I, can, <laughs> I can guess what people have been watching a lot of, then. Well, it's not hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now that I totally killed the conversation, continue. So, Mirage sneaks into Mister Incredible's like cell and lets him go, and immediately <laughs> hand around throat. Like, all right, uh, why shouldn't I kill you right now? I like, love you, him like trying you, to you, sound you, sinister you, when she's like, "There's yeah, not you, much time," and he goes, "No." You, you took away everything from me, like. Um, but Mirage tells me, no, listen, your fa- your family is alive. They're on the island. He's like, wait, what? What? Uh, <laughs> Immediately. Which, he, he, yeah, he drops her and wraps her up in a hug, and this <laughs> is the moment where, where Helen walks in. 
Which and, and sees. <laughs> I love Mirage trying to brush it off, like, oh, oh, hi, you must be Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> and just punches him in the face. Punches her in the face. <laughs> you know, not, not enough is said he, about it. She, he, she tries to punch him too, but he dodges it. Yes, <laughs> and then like pulls her in, and for a big old kiss, like, of course I'm not cheating on you, like. I love you. I, I this is so funny because she she keeps trying to like give him the business about his his secret heroing, and he's just like, you know, honestly, I know you're trying to start a fight, but I'm just so happy you're alive that I, I don't really care. Yeah, not I can't not be mad. Enough, not enough gets said about it, but like Mrs. Incredible's got a really good punch. She knocks he out does. a lot of dudes in this um, movie. Yeah, so I, I I like him helping Mirage up too. He's like, let us. She's a friend. Um, just brushes her suit off. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. What? Yes. <laughs> so this is where the kids realize that the cave that they've, they've been camping out in is a missile exhaust port. Yeah. Sees. Yeah. So they have to dodge a fireball as the Omnidroid rocket launches. Which, by the way, Syndrome's plan, as as Mister Incredible finds out uh, from. Well, he he. They start piecing it together here, but he he later monologues it to them. Of By course. the way, we didn't mention the the sly dog. You got me. You got me monologuing line from earlier, but it's good. Yeah. But the plan is he's going to launch his omnitroids into city centers to rampage, and then he will swoop in with his like uh, remote control and pretend to defeat it. Because be your learning robot will never think of a way around that, I suppose. Exactly. It's fine. So. Dash and Violet are in the forest, and they find a funny bird. Yeah, <laughs> they find a cool talking bird, and it's it, everything's good. It becomes their new best friend. It's their and mascot. It's a Sidekick. it's a camera, and it sets off an alarm when they keep oh, talking to yeah. it, and they don't have the correct voice voice uh, voice parameters. Yeah, which I guess means um, that it must be programmed to like go into alert mode. But if it's like a guard or something that accidentally walked by, the guard can just go, "Hey, no, never mind." Yes. So anyway, this this starts a very a pretty long action sequence of of Dash and Violet dealing with these goons. By the way, these yeah. are these guys are trying to kill a pair of children. Yeah, yeah, they really are, huh? Like no, because also all all these these children also kill a fair amount of people. Yeah, you know. Well, here's in the thing. The, in fairness, the, the aforementioned shortening of the stick, Violet, I don't think has a body count by the end of this movie. Dash, Dash on the other hand. <laughs> He he makes a lot of guys run into walls and explode, and you don't see any parachutes or anything. And in a lot nope. of movies, they'd have like the thing where like ah, the, they jump out of the last minute. No, they don't. No, I I misremembered. They have deceased. I misremembered this movie as thinking they had that in there, but no, no, nope. they don't. No, no, Dash kills like like eight people. Um, I by the way, I love these like saucer things. Oh things. my god, they're so cool. These things look fucking sick. That circular saw with a seat on it. Isn't it? Yeah. It's dope as hell. Like, all of, all of Syndrome's technology looks so cool in this uh, in this movie. See, so, yeah, like, as we said, Violet is basically only trying to hide from one guy while Dash is running these guys through a, through a crazy like, race through the forest. The whole, um, yeah, crazy-ass gauntlet of just neat set pieces. Yes. And eventually, Dash and her reunite, and they they do the hamster ball thing, where she she yeah. creates a she creates a force field, and he rolls in it, and does okay. Well, to be fair, they they do definitely cause a bunch of crashes here. So, do we count these towards as Violet's kills because she's the one with the force field? She's the one with the force field, but it's of. Dash moving. So, 
It's I I say we give them half credit. There we go. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, that is, I guess, the thing that would be inconvenient for Violet later on if she ever tried to do this herself, is it seems like if she puts a force field around herself, she can't move. Yeah. But that's why you got team ups for. So then, yeah, Bob and Helen arrive, and all they we get the we get the big old the the shot of all the family suited up together and and dude and fighting and stuff, right? Like uh, it's the big uh, it's the big cool moment you've been waiting for. But then syndrome syndrome arrives. Yeah, and, and people this, are like, "Who the hell is that? Is that Vironic? So yeah, so he captures all he he puts all of them in his weird little stasis field, and then he's like, "Oh my god, oh, you right. married Elastigirl, you sly dog!" And then he looks over at the kids and he says, "And then got busy." Ugh. Oh, I hate it. I hate the way he does that. Stop it. He does like a he does like a shoulder shimmy when Ugh. he says it. There is there's another deleted scene of apparently this wasn't going to happen here. There was some I guess abandoned plotline of him like sneaking into their house at night, and that's when this scene happens. And he was like go on this whole explanation of like you know it's illegal for superheroes to have kids or something and it's like is it i, I guess what? At least, i guess Whoa. at least in that version of the movie that that would have that's an insane what yeah that i guess would have been like a plot line where they were more overtly government agents or something then i don't know that's weird that yeah it's fucking wild Anyway, this is where we get his monologue. This is where he he, uh, he he explains the plan, uh, and then once he's like, once once I've sa- I've satisfied my dreams of being a superhero, I'll retire and get super rich off of selling all of my technology. And then when everyone's so super, that, no one is like, all right, man, okay, yeah. Mister Bird. Which is they had that in the beginning of the movie too, when like. Um, when Helen was telling Dash, like, here, look, you can't, you can't be in track because he would smoke everybody. Like, Dash said something about, like, I just want to be, or it's because I'm special. And, like, Helen was like, oh, everyone's special. And, like, they, they have Dash, the literal child, go, which means that no one is. And it's like, fucking chill. Chill. Anyway, he, he leaves to go and defeat the Omnidroid, which has already begun rampaging through the city. Yeah. Uh, blowing up tanks and shit. Also, all these guys in these tanks also definitely dead. Yup. <laughs> Look, Mr. Deceased. Incredible. Look what they have to do to, to imitate a fraction of our power. Yeah. Uh, I love this. So, I love Mr. Incredible. Like, you know, he goes on this thing. I'm so sorry. I, I've, I've, I've really been... Like neglecting you and 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 my my love for <laughs> the glory him. days has, has blinded me. The, the my greatest adventure was right in front of me, and yeah, all the they while, Violet just like detaches herself from the field. I know, I love and it. Dash just goes, uh, "Dad," and Hell's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> let him keep talking. I want to hear this." <laughs> it's just I, very funny. Yeah. It, <laughs> Again, I really like what they do with like the creative use of. Uh, people's powers. I mean, Bob, you know, he's super strong, really. Oh, you kind of have with that is big punchy. But, like, with Violet being able to, like, shut herself off by separating the beam long enough, that's fucking cool! And, of course, all the crazy shit they have Helen turn into, right? Yeah! Like the, the, the parachute, the boat. Yeah! Even even Dash, like, again, like, there's unless you just want to go full Flash territory, there's not a ton you can do with super speed, but having him run, like, on water and shit... Isn't he me? does the he does the tornado thing, and also he oh, runs right, on he water does. because he is one of God's chosen people, the superhero. <laughs> um, so yes, they're they're breaking out. 
they're they're going towards a, a, a an aircraft hangar. This is where we get the fucking where is my super suit scene. Yeah, I hate. We don't. Okay. It's in everything. Okay. The this scene one was created just for trailers. It's one of those scenes that you yeah. can tell they made it for the trailers. But just for this shot of him being able to shout, "Honey, where's my super suit?" They canonically made his wife's actual name, Honey. Honey. Yes. Uh, like I didn't. Yep. I didn't. Ca- I don't always catch it, but at the beginning of the movie. When, uh, when they leave for bowling night, uh, Helen says, oh, hey, say hi to Honey for me. But then they also mentioned it a few times in um, Incredibles 2. And it's like, y'all, her name could be Beth, and he would still be just as fine saying, Honey, where's my super suit? Yeah, Very why do they do that? They have to do that. <laughs> I like this movie overall, but like shit, like shit, there's a couple things where it's like small stuff like that that just fucks me up every time I watch it. Uh, so yeah, we, we we've all seen the "Where Is My Super Suit" scene. We don't need to fucking uh, summarize that one. Um, so they they get to this hangar and the, there's for some reason there's like a Winnebago filled with dudes parked I in the middle of it who are all drinking and and taking bets on the the Omnidroid fight. I don't know. I don't understand I mean, why there's a Winnebago in here. And they then, totally would. I don't know about you, but like. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I, no, yeah. It's not that. The, it's not the taking bets part that I am confused about. I, I, it is the it is the Winnebago part. I don't understand <laughs> like, why the, that's in here. <laughs> why is it here? Why is it full of surveillance equipment? Like, because Helen like what? explicitly says this is the jet hanger that I passed through on my way here, or when I was sneaking around earlier. So why? But all the jets are gone, and there's why just a there Winnebago a in here. Why is there a camper in here? Literally, it's a Winnebago, so that they can set up for the "Are we there yet?" joke later. Like that is yeah. the only, the only reason it is a Winnebago, is so that we can have road trip jokes here in a minute. Because what happens is they find a spare Omnidroid rocket. Uh, Mirage sure. lets them into the system again. The, I like password. I love the scene of yeah them being like, "How do we? Um, what was it like? How do we figure out the password?" And you hear her over in her comms say, "Just say please." Uh, and so they fly out. They have the Winnebago. <laughs> Helen has suspended the Winnebago in the big Fuck, circle dude. where the Omnidroid goes. Yeah, they've got her just like basically holding uh, holding it up just by the strength of like her forearms and her thighs. And she is not having a good time. No, as you can hear. Uh, meanwhile, Syndrome is here to save the day. Hooray! Uh, and then he gets his ass beat because the Omnidroid looks at his fucking remote and immediately snatches it away from him and slams him into a building. Yeah, you made it a learning robot. Literally the first time he's in front of it, pressing a button and then making something happen. It sees that and goes, oh, hold on. You stupid motherfucker. Yeah, so he's immediately <laughs> knocked unconscious. Yeah, he gets... His, his rocket boots keep getting fucked up throughout this entire movie. Um, the, yeah, this, like I said, the Incredibles drop in with their Winnebago, and we get the Are We There Yet? And, like, ah, oh, you, you gotta take this exit, no, I want to take that, it'll take me downtown. Like, the, just the most tired road trip bits you can imagine, except they're in a Winnebago going 100,000 miles an hour. Yeah. And they're trying to fight Across a big... the sky! Bo- yeah, trying to fight a big ball robot. Uh, so they, they arrive at the battlefield, and Mr. Incredibles are like, alright. Everyone needs to stay behind. I'll handle this. You know, at first, Helen's like, oh, you're just doing that because you want to handle it all. You want to be the big hero. Um, he's <laughs> big like, hero no. five. Uh-huh. It's because I'm not strong enough to lose you all again. Oh, 
Oh. Once again, the me the meme. <laughs> oh wait, it's sad. <laughs> Never mind. I can't. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good moment. This it's not its fault. It's not the movie's fault that that has become a fucking meme. Yeah. And so a lot of its emotional impact is sort of robbed. But yeah, so the whole family goes in together. Uh, Violet and Dash nearly get crushed by the Omnidroid. She has to like put a force field up. Yeah, this is also kind of what I meant about her getting distorted into the stick. Like, obviously, I know she's a kid and would be out of practice, so it makes it's like it makes sense. Maybe it's just the fact that like her being out of practice is, I guess, more of a liability than Dash being able to move fast, and so practice would just be him knowing where to be. Yeah, I mean, she does hold up this force field against like a ten-ton death machine for a True. while. It, for it a tries good to bit. sit on her. Yeah, that's what it takes to to uh, shut her off. In fairness, it's like it almost looks like it smashes her force field enough that it hits her in the head and knocks her out. If I saw that right. Yeah, yeah, she just like gets overwhelmed. Uh, so dash like gives her to safety and they they start they start fighting the omni droid and i you know I don't, I don't like summarizing fight scenes bit by bit just know that it's a good fight scene uh eventually they find out that syndrome dropped the remote they find the remote and they they play a little game of hot potato with the remote uh helen eventually gets it frozone also shows up to help you know they, they he finds his super suit um, then Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White <laughs> and, and the Holy Grail. God damn it! They uh yeah so the, the, Helen grabs the remote eventually. At some point, Mister Incredible got got by the rocket claws and now is holding on to one of them. And he remembers like, wait a minute, this thing's the the chink in its armor is that it can't stand up to its own. It, like the thing you can pierce it is itself. So he's they 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 set it up so that the. The claw goes right through the center and destroys it and explodes. And everyone's cheering for them. Everyone's cheering for the Incredibles in Frozone. Is this the first on-screen suicide in a Pixar movie? Where? The Omnidroid. That's not technically a suicide. The, they, they remote controlled that claw. It did not want to do this. This is more like if you have a if you give someone a gun and then you grab their hand... And force it around and then shoot them in the face by pressing their finger against the, the trigger. That's basically what the, what happened here. Still kind of messed up. It's pretty messed up. Um, so yeah, everyone is welcoming them as heroes again. And Syndrome sees this and is mad because his plan failed. So oh, they did something good. I guess they're once again no longer... Uh, Holding to the law. Yeah, that's right. They're they're gods among men once more, and we can we we must ex- accept their their outstanding individuality. Um, Mister Mister Cock Agent Dick Dick Kicker or whatever his name is. Uh, Rick Dicker. Uh, they're they're Rick in a, Dicker. They're Dick Licker. They're in a car, and he's like, Bob, thank you so much. Uh, you, you did it again. I'm glad to have you back. I'll try to. Maybe the politicians will let you be a superhero again. Who can say? Meanwhile, Helen is going through her voicemails, which I'm very confused what this is because we know this they is, don't have a cell phone. Yeah, I guess this is like I don't know a who, landline what, number that she gave to Carrie. I don't know. Um, because yeah, we we just kind of get. Her getting the babies are getting more and more harried as Jack Jack's powers <laughs> yeah. have started manifesting. <laughs> which is which is one thing I like about them like feeling that like they had to come in and make Jack Jack attack is that like 
it gives context to fucking all of these little like voicemails. And I like the last one. She's totally serene. Is like, you know, I'm so glad you called that replacement babysitter. And all of them they go, wait a minute, hold up. And they all run in, and yeah, it's syndrome. He's got the baby, <laughs> and he's like, here's what's gonna happen. I'm going to steal your baby and raise him as my own son. Yeah, what? Hold on. <laughs> no. What sir? the hell is wrong with you, boy? And so he goes up to his jet. Um, but while he's floating up there with his rocket boots, Jack-Jack starts <laughs> freaking out. And oops, he had a, he does have powers. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's basically what his power is. Well, actually, no, because even, even Incredibles 2 throws that out. He, he catches on fire. He becomes well. What is his power then? Because he catches on fire. He becomes. He gets. He becomes iron. Oh yeah. He turns into a demon. Yeah. Like if it were just this, that makes sense. Like shape shifting. I guess broad speaking would allow for also like turning into metal or fire. But like Incredibles two, he can like phase through walls, teleport. He's got laser vision. Oh, so he just has all of them. Okay, yeah. he's, just, he's just the they fucking just Mary with, Sue baby who has all the powers. Yeah, they Got just it. go with the the baby can do whatever because he's a baby and full of potential. I guess they, they just gave they just gave him a grab bag of all the Marvel hero powers. Like uh, put some Shadow Cat in there, put some put some Human Torch in there, put some Colossus like, in there. That's that's another thing I hate is because like Incredibles two has a line in there where it's like because for a while you're like oh well maybe uh, maybe dash and violet were also like this as babies and then like it eventually settles into one power set no apparently even as babies it was invisibility slash force fields and super speed and this is just how jack jack is look i think jack jack's gonna become like history's greatest monster he's gonna go mad from power right, right? Like he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a little terror <laughs> but that's why eventually. i don't that's also why I, I think that the second movie shouldn't have been set five minutes later we'll get to that whenever it happens um so yeah they they managed to grab jack jack away from syndrome yeah uh, by by yeeting helen up there <laughs> yeah uh and then <laughs> mr incredible throws a car at the jet yeah while syndrome's like i'll have my revenge i'll be back for your son someday and then just sees the car flying up at him he's like oh shit kills him in cold blood yep I mean, uh, syndrome dies he gets sucked into the jet engine by his cape yeah and oh my god, they linger on this for a while. It's not quick like it was in the Stratogal. Yeah, no, he, you see you see the realization on his face as he, as he knows what's about to happen. Ugh. And then, yeah, Fuck. his whole thing explodes and he's dead. Syndrome is fucking dead. This is... A, now, now, it is arguable whether or not to say that Mr. Incredible intended to kill him by hucking the car at his plane. However... True. Because I think he was just this trying is, to knock it off balance so that he'd like have to. Fly however, I do not think this is a Disney villain death. He did not fall off a high cliff. This was as this was as a result. This was as a direct result of oh, the actions yeah. of the protagonist. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, anyway, we get a little epilogue here. Everyone's doing great. Uh, Violet is a normal girl now. That's her character development. She's not a goth anymore. Yeah, and again, I hate that. You can have her like still be con or get self-confidence and still like to wear dark colors she's wearing khakis now she's wearing khakis a pink a pink I mean, polo yeah. shirt. And she's got a hairband you know she's normal um, i hate it dash is on the track team yeah i do kind of like the scene of them go like no slow down but don't don't go too fast but don't go too slow the the other dad like just staring at them like yeah just like what, what the doing? hell are you talking about 
And this is when uh, yeah, this is when John Ratzenberger shows up. Yeah, finally. It's, uh, it's the fucking Underminer. Again, the though, Underminer. Again, though, good name. I like that name. What mo- one seems to be some sort of mole man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so, yeah, so that's the movie. They they do they we we end on him like pulling the pulling the shirt open to reveal the the logo. <laughs> yeah. He pulls his shirt open to reveal the logo, looks around, the whole family's putting their masks on. Even Jack Jack is putting his mask on because sure. Honestly, just throw Jack Jack at anything and he'll probably kill it. Like, yeah, no, the family has accepted that he's got more power than any of them. All right. We have a lot of questions. We do. So, uh, we have one on Twitter first. Uh, hang on. Cat, who was not here this. today, uh, was on, or gave us one on Twitter. I should have gotten that pulled up. Hang on. I've got it. There we go. So, yeah, Cat asks, what is your super villain origin story? Uh, it's my real life where I work in the service industry under capitalism. Yeah, that would that would make anyone a supervillain. Mine's mine's much less simple. There we go. Oh God, I was like, okay, cool. Wait, less. Simple. My origin story is that I was showed the shown the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy before I was one year old. Oh no! <laughs> and then then developed existential depression before I knew how to talk. Oh yeah, God! That'll happen. That'll happen. All true events, by the way. <laughs> that'll that'll get you man i thought it was bad that my dad had me watch freddy krueger when i was six never mind it's funny he's always making jokes hitchhiker's guy is about like <laughs> the vastness and emptiness of the universe and the absurdity of life I know. Um, kids aren't ready for that shit hang on all right let's discord speed run questions let's go yeah Pixar mom asks, thanks, Aurora, asks, what what superpower would we want? Flight. Flight's always the coolest. Imagine just being able to go anywhere. Just like no no concerns about gas. No 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 more dealing with traffic. Yeah. Just fly places. Phasing through things would be cool. I want to be made of clouds. Ooh, cloud boy. That's what people would go. Oh, but then if if oh, then if an old if you ever pissed off a boomer. <laughs> the, they're gonna yell at you the the memes the memes old anytime man, that old happens. man yells at cloud <laughs> uh vera lore asks so the incredibles are under protective services but what if instead of being a family before being put into protective services they were a bunch of random superheroes brought together by protective services to pretend to be a family which superheroes from all across media would you pick to make up your family of two parents and three kids one of the kids would be up to their mid twenties to give a few more options. They just need to look roughly college age. I oh, wrote shit. out. I wrote out an entire list for this. Do not worry. First of all, I love this idea. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That would be very good. I like. I somehow just made myself enjoy the idea of the Crimson Chin and Venom as a loving couple. Oh shit! <laughs> I ship it. I ship that, it. Right, and then their their kids. So again, since this is all like. People that have been shoved at them, so it can be anybody. I said Billy Batson slash Shazam because I like the fact oh, that in fuck. superhero mode he's he's like their age or older. Uh, Monster Girl from Invincible because again I like <laughs> I love the dynamic <laughs> of being a kid and then like boom, and and then I I struggled for a while trying to find a third kid, but then I decided you know what you know what would be a good addition to this stupid little family Hit Girl from Kick Ass. Christ. <laughs> Who I've only seen yeah. and read Kick-Ass 1 and 2, but apparently by the end of the series, she like goes off on her own to just travel the world murdering bad guys. 
That's wonderful for her. That's I love that for her. That's incredible. And same the, question, but this time it's trans uh, from realer as well. Same question, but this time it's Transformers instead of regular superheroes, and to add some extra fun, different versions of the same Transformer can count as separate characters as long as they're from separate pieces of media. Uh, and it'd be boring of, if you just chose the, all the star screams from animated. One of the kids. <laughs> you ever heard of the film? Ever heard of the uh, not very popular Hasbro TV show? Transformers Rescue Bots. No oh, Christ. I have seen pictures. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it's very popular with babies that yeah. it was made for. <laughs> um, I will say at least this one I didn't come up with a family for, but I will say at least one of the kids needs to be that time Waspinator got possessed by Starscream. Okay, so it's just Waspinator with Starscream's ghost in him. Got yeah. it. <laughs> I, it was good. I, I love to watch it. Alright, well I need it needs to be it needs to be uh Prime Ratchet. Ooh. And G1 Hot Rod. <laughs> um, as as the parents. Is he is he Hot Rod or is he Rodimus? This is important. He's hot. He's, in IDW, it's same difference. I just I just want Honestly. that. I just want them to be stuck together in an odd couple situation. That's also fair. Yeah, so one of one of, one of three version of Bumblebee. Yes. So I think all right. So I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Waspinator possessed by Starscream's ghost. <laughs> it's animated Bumblebee because he's the biggest asshole, and it's gonna be. I want the I want the the oh, who's the member of the GGD with the spike face Voss. I want him to be the third kid because he's just a weird <laughs> goth freak who has a spike face alternatively double face as one of the kids would also be very good oh god sideways <laughs> yep um <laughs> can't some, get over his some, japanese there's name some, there's shit. some riffing on this question thing you know if you don't if you know the discord you miss all the riffing that they do in the mailbag channel yeah join the discord um <laughs> we did have pixar mom ass coming in my three star series yes also from Pixar Mom asks, I think Bob Parr wouldn't need to cheat on his wife with superheroism if he just took down capitalism, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, he could do it. He's invulnerable. <laughs> and also she asks, who would you like to toss through four walls in Minecraft? I mean, the list... The list is too long. <laughs> the list is so long. Myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just, and just, just, just... Just make, just get a fucking hat full of the names of <laughs> basically every sitting U.S. senator. God, okay. And I'll start. I'll just start hucking them. Virlor asks if superpowers were determined by RNG, then wouldn't that mean that some supers would inherently be more super than others? Isn't that the question? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps Gamma Jack is gonna have some thoughts about that. Saying like, "Well, you're not a real superhero." Yeah, this was a guy who I think his power was like. Like he could shoot nuclear energy or some bullshit. Imagine what Gamma the hell? It's something like that. I don't remember. Imagine if his power. Imagine if his power was like that. He could float small objects toward him. Let me see. What was his Deep. power? Why did he have the same powers as Love Sausage? <laughs> oh, <laughs> which one? The fucking comic version or the show version? Oh, the comic version. The comic <laughs> version. <laughs> Likes attractive women. Dislikes harming attractive female supervillains. Fuck you! Oh God, he—he's such. I hate. I hate. The, I have never hated a character who's never actually appeared in anything this much before. Oh God! Apparently, there was some kind of. I guess. Starting a petition to traditionally there. take a huge crap on Gamma Jack's grave. Uh, here we go: radiation bursts, radiokinetic flight, and intelligence. 
he's just smart. Great. Oh uh, yeah, he's um, he seems smart. Uh, Deep Sea asks, does the Incredibles pose the same thesis as Man of Steel that might makes right, but the mighty are kind? Having, I don't think that's the question this is asking. Having only seen Man of no, Steel the- once, I will disagree on the fact that I don't believe that version of Superman is kind. I think that's the question the film thinks it's asking. Yeah, right? But I don't know if it's the question that it actually ends up asking. I don't think that's a central question at the, at the heart of The Incredibles, though. Um, I don't really know what the question is, other than, like, you know, what, what makes someone super and what does that mean for them? Honestly. You know, sort of that sort of thing. I'm not sure. Because the whole thing is, like, it's kind of already... Yeah, I guess... I get, The one thing I will say is that I do think that both movies believe might makes right inherently Meh. honestly i think um, the the question that actually is at the the heart of the incredibles is hey what if there was a family when they were all superheroes ain't that wacky yeah that is the question brad bird asked himself and then yeah, Vir- the other stuff just just happened to just, just kind of Vir- fell Vir- in there. asks if you were a supervillain what would be your gimmick and or superpowers and who would be the superhero you fight on the regular uh, i don't know um I would just want to be the guy who turns people into dinosaurs instead of curing cancer from Spider-Man. <laughs> That's what I want to be. Oh God, um, I I don't know. Like the they make me worse than I was because if I had any kind of power, I'd be out there giving like some actual like good critiques of you know, the 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 supervillain that has some actual good points about like capitalism and bullshit, but like. The TV show doesn't watch or doesn't want to um, entertain that. Yeah, you'd be you'd be like a you'd be like a poison ivy type, or maybe not poison ivy. Like poison ivy, it's a lot better of a shake. Um, yeah, it'd be a killmonger. Where it's like I have all the right points, but also I want to kill babies for some reason. I don't yeah. know. I would just be. Here's the thing. I kind of already want to see everyone in pain. Nothing to you, either of you personally. <laughs> That's just who I am. So the answer is I'm already a supervillain, and my superpower is being bad at everything. Ah! Oh God! Imagine. Oh, that would be great if like there was a su- how you've got superheroes whose power is like luck. If there was a supervillain whose power was just that bad they're incredibly luck. unlucky. I'm pretty sure that's what Black Cat does in certain things, where she has like a bad luck generator that makes people fuck up around her. Oh, there we go. That's good. Oh no, I meant the opposite. Um, like how uh, the the luck superheroes always have shit just going right for them and stuff falling away yeah. from them. But, like, stuff falls to you. I don't know. What's he the next one? what in his cup? Asks God. if you had a superhero, a superhero based on a pun in your name, what would it be? Okay, I have a good one for this one because my name is Steven, so the pun would be even Steven, and I'd be able to... It would either be A, I'm like that uh, Equinox dude from Batman Brave and the Bold where I'm obsessed with cosmic balance, or... Where I would literally just be like evening shit out. <laughs> if anything comes at me and it's asymmetrical, I just knock it away and make it like symmetrical. I can't come up with a pun from my name. It's too short. I'm Nero I'm the hero. obviously has been, <laughs> and my ability is forcing people to relive memories. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. That's pretty good. You could trap people in like fucking loaded cedar situations. Ooh. Or just like, here's an infinite loop of the time you were waiting in line at the DMV. Oh, that's yeah. oh, oh, like the <laughs> like the Black Mercy, but exp- but explicitly bad. Yes. Laura <laughs> asks if this movie was Muppet fied, who would be the only non Muppet uh, syndrome. syndrome? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Obvious answer. I, I agree. <laughs> 
And who would win in a fight, The Incredibles or Megamind? I feel like The Incredibles would. Yeah. <laughs> Megamind, I feel like, is still a better dude, but, like, his whole thing is that he's he's, he's doing his best, but it ain't I think, it ain't yeah, there. like, because I think The Incredibles are, he fought a guy who was, like, you know, he was driven mad by power, and, and well, not mad, he just became a huge asshole when given power. Yeah. Because he was already a huge asshole. It's um, weird how that happens. It feels like there's something to say there. But he's also kind of stupid, so he was like he was fairly easy to trick. Um, Deepsy asks, "Would Jim Henson like The Incredibles?" I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Think, Maybe. I don't. I don't really know much about Jim Henson's like taste, personal taste, right? Like, I don't know what he likes. I don't know if he likes superheroes or not. I guess Ooh, he made Super Grover or whatever, but that doesn't really like that doesn't mean anything. A Muppet superhero movie. He died he too quickly for us to really know. Oh, yeah. Like we, I'm sure if he were still around now, we we'd have a lot of YouTube videos of him like going through the Criterion ca- uh, closet or whatever, and like just talking about his inspirations. What? Why yeah, do we? I can't pull any off the top of my head. Why do we have to lose the good people like Jim Henson? But then motherfuckers like Mike Eisner are still around. Actually, is Mike Eisner still around? I haven't looked. He is. He is still around. He's he's still kicking around. Uh, Yuriler <sighs> asks, is, "Is Sky High just an AU or Super Zen going to hiding?" Honestly, kinda. Sort of. That it's, one's way more eugenics-y, though, than Objectist. Yeah. It's, uh, it's My Hero Academia, but oh. not very good. Viralor, or BC asks, who'd win, Miss Piggy or Elastigirl? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you have to remember is that Miss Piggy is, like, one of the one of the most deadly hand-to-hand combatants of all time. <laughs> also, she would not admit to the loss, is the thing. Yeah, I think Elastigirl would eventually beat her, but, like be a hard fight okay here we go here coming up here Viralor at first asked do you think Captain Fanzone would like superheroes or do you think one would have fucked his wife like the robots did I think he would like superheroes because they aren't machines I truly think he just he just hates machines yeah we already saw light. yeah we already saw in the previous one of the one of the episodes we talked about previously on prime cuts is that like when he was try- they were trying to sell him like genetically modified humans? He was Ooh. he was open to the idea because he just he just hates machines that much. That's so, that's so fucking wild. Yeah, uh, and finally it's it's time for riddles. Oh jeez, what is Egg's favorite city? I don't, I don't know. By the way, lately I've heard that it was raining a lot out there, like a lot, like the sky is just falling. I wouldn't know from being trapped here in this nutcracker themed hell. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god, they're gonna inflict chicken little on us at some point, aren't they? Egg Edinburgh. I don't know. Let's see if there's an egg city. There's a Christmas city, apparently. Oh egg god, I don't want to go there. Uh, deep sea. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna answer Edinburgh or Edinburgh. I googled uh, egg city and it gave me Rock City Kitchen. I don't think that's it. How J- deep sea asks? How do you prefer your J. Jonah Jameson? Literally, just the J.K. Simmons version. It's it's the I don't J.K. Simmons is good at everything. He's literally the perfect choice. There are he's... no J. Jonah Jamesons that can be any like. That's the only one. He he's... is he is J. Jonah Jameson basically. He's like... so good as J. Jonah Jameson that when they were making a new Spider-Man franchise and decided they wanted to have J. Jonah Jameson in it, they got him. <laughs> Yeah, he was also the voice of James Jonah Jameson in Ultimate Spider-Man. Like, oh, fuck, that's right. Now, even if he is not voicing J.J., whoever is doing it in whatever Spider-Man thing is, like, doing, doing, an J- of him. doing the J.K. Simmons version of the character. Like, Yeah. Like, every now and then you have, like, an actor play a part, and it's like, that's 
that's just that how that character is now. Like when Kristen Bell was Batman, even like the animated versions of Batman were trying to do that for a while. It's it's the same thing, but better. Oh boy. Pixar <laughs> mom ass says, Hello again. It's Arizona Borealis. The whole Pradane thing <laughs> didn't bring Borealis. up much in the way of clues with this big overarching mystery. Then I met this witch and we're doing some talking. But for now, I have Best another research topic. I've gone to a place called Nomansian Island, and it seems to be a place for some evil villainy. I think, yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, Syndrome's Island. I think I forget it actually has a name. That I don't know if Syndrome's Island has a name, but No Man Is an Island. It does. Way too long to figure yeah, out. No Man Is an Island. Okay, I've been able to access some old documents. Oh. Most have noticed something called Project Atlas. Oh, shrug. Most of the data is corrupted, but I can only find some blueprints for a power source. That utilizes covering a specific bad early 2000s CG film on a podcast for power. No. So just wait. Maybe we'll understand what Atlas does before you all select a certain Disney film. I will. No. They're trying to get us to talk about Chicken Little. No. Y'all promised we wouldn't have to. Anyway, what cool place would you want in your secret evil base? Uh, Space. Space would be cool. Space. Volcano, you can never go wrong with a good volcano layer. Uh, ever since Bioshock, mm. I've really enjoyed the idea of an underwater city, even though it's ridiculously hard to pull off, I'm sure. Helicarrier type situation. My own butt. <laughs> Your own butt. <laughs> My own butt. Pixar mom ass asks which anime character has the best ass. I will admit that I was trying to Google characters uh, animated characters mm, uh-huh. with a good yeah i know what you, i know what you do in your free time you don't gotta tell no us. no i found this that someone made um they respectfully submitted baymax i was i was I'm actually with baymax now changing my answer to baymax absolutely i was, was actually i was gonna say alex louis armstrong probably has a pretty good ass what is the only answer what? Yeah, now now it might be it might just be Baymax. Yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. I I was I was uh, gonna say the Hulk. That Ooh. Hulk probably good. I was gonna say Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist. What about, uh, what about that picture ass. of Broly where he's like it's like the the one the funny the funny cheeked up Broly that people edit into pictures where he's like oh squatting wait a minute his, his I just remembered I just remembered hang on Omni-Man. I gotta remember how to spell his fucking name and John Gallier. Finally, Pixar mom asks. Mom ass asks, capes or no capes? Well, this movie. All right, I understand this movie puts forward that capes, you shouldn't put capes. However, capes look cool. So, yes, capes. Uh, and if I die from some kind of horrible accident related to my cape, well, then I died in the name of fashion. I just remembered so, an animated character's ass that we can't forget about. John Gallier is apparently very caked up. Uh, anyway. Right? That's right. <laughs> um i hate his fucking what name the- though it's the worst fucking thing um i i will what say in the, in the argument of capes or no capes respectfully consider scarves superheroes with a big old scarf i do like oh gosh <laughs> you can't just drop that on us there he, yeah there he is <laughs> yeah that is that is that is the broly pose um and virilor says double cakes but you take capes but you know what i'm not even gonna consider that <sighs> possibility oh anyway what i was dangerous male made entirely of capes that's what i'm wearing Ooh, wait all right this episode has been going for two hours we're getting our plugs done right now yeah okay okay the list still pulled up you go first 
I was Ben. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. In the course of this podcast? <laughs> no longer That's Ben. That's correct. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we did it. We finally had an episode kill the guest. Where can we find I was you? Gonna, I was going to leave the call to complete the bit, but <laughs> it would mess up the audio. It would. Where can we find you? But anyway, I've been Ben. Uh, my, I'm on Twitter.com, capital B-I-G, capital B-R-O-T-H-E-R, capital B-E-N-J-Y. I post there once in a blue moon. That's all. Uh, read JoJo. <laughs> That's another plug. There we go. I'm there. You can find me on Twitter at DragonSweecher. You can find all of my various other projects in various other places, such as the comprehensive Final Fantasy XIV podcast I do with my friend Jane at Heidelin Radio. That is Radio Free Heidelin. Also with Jane, I did a, a, a show about the 2018 She-Ra animated series from Netflix. That is at Podcast of Power on Twitter. I am also on Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television at Prime Cuts Pod. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Uh, Nero, I always plug you on the Kingdom Hearts episode, so I'll go ahead and uh, plug Cat um, since she's not on this one. You can find her on Twitter at Z-87. And then also, of course, on the Kingdom Hearts, the aforementioned Kingdom Hearts episodes, where I force her to listen to the plot of the Kingdom Hearts series. And then I, uh, hang on, I'm looking at the Disney, I almost read the one for Disney Minus. I'm on Twitter at Marshmallow, it's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it, my, do- and my dog just walked in. I, there's also Dad underscore Tastic, where I'll get back to posting regularly eventually. And then there's Resi Beats Pod, where me and Ben are on an actual play podcast called Resonant Beats. We play our uh, interstitial, our hearts intertwined. We're, I think, getting close to the end of our first arc. I don't know, we keep... Uh, having to do bonus episodes and stuff. Well, it'll happen eventually. I've been playing Akira in that from Double Man Crybaby. It's fun. And uh, so let me see. It's uh, The next one is random. So let me see how many entries we have on this godforsaken list. 576. Oh. Random number generator from... I swear to God, I swear to God if it rolls chicken level. 576. Uh, no- Fingers crossed. Number 116 the hell is that i don't know hang on dude 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 that's it nope that's 18 oh i was about to say mini adventures of winnie the pooh but that's 118 uh number 116 is the rescuers from 1977 okay i don't think i've ever actually watched the rescuers neither have i good well i guess next time we're going to talk about some some mouse people some little mouses the mouse international police that's right the red the rescue aid society (laughs) what is that mouser pole yeah, they're part of Master Pool. <laughs> well, until next time, uh, just uh, be careful about who you talk to, because who knows, maybe there's some kind of randy and freak. Uh, <laughs> and as always, fuck Disney. <laughs> be careful of your superheroes, and yes, fuck Disney. No, I'll never trust a superhero. Not, not, not a one. Superheroes, not even once. Guys named Jack and fuck Disney. <laughs> <laughs>